10 days until Rugby League goes to Las Vegas. We will look at uh, uh, part one of our season preview. Going to do it the same way we did it last year. We're going to look at all the non-Sydney teams. So we're splitting it uh, up into two. So we'll be doing Queensland teams, and Warriors, Raiders, Knights, Storm, etc. Um, looking at their ins and outs, given our bold pro- uh, projections for the season. Like, you know, Penrith might be good. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, And... A little bit of accountability, looking at how we went last year. Uh, I don't think anyone had the Warriors and Knights going as well as they did. Mm. NFL, baby, as a, a swift pandemonium sweeps the nation, we'll look back at uh, her, her um, uh, boyfriend, Travis Kelsey, winning the <laughs> I think of his name for a second, uh, winning uh, the Super, Super Bowl. That's right, Taylor's boyfriend, uh, yes. uh, yeah. winning the Super Bowl, uh, and Patty Mahomes and Co. Andy Reid, three from the last four. Chiefs dynasty is a real thing. Uh, one of the better Super Bowls in history, going right down to the final drive. Can never rule out Patty Mahomes uh, in overtime, that is for sure. NBA All-Star Weekend uh, has just happened. Uh, that'll cool light up court, but is it becoming a bit of a farce? The defence certainly is. Mm-hmm. Cricket, Tim David goes bang last night. One of the better T20 games you'll see. Plus, Kane Williamson continues his 100 streak. And we've got a baby king, baby king Coley. That's why he was having time away to welcome in little baby. Look at the soccer, EPL, Mbappe closing in on a Real Madrid deal. And in the final round... Sad, sad times for Aussie fight fans. Alexander Volkanovsky is champion of the featherweight division. No more, but mm. kudos to Ilya Tapura. Got him clean with that right and uh, we've got a new featherweight champ. Mm. little look at UFC 300 and F1 not far away. This is on the Esky and Aussie Sports podcast. We like our Aussie sport. We like a US sport. We have timestamps. You can skip to the sports that you like and check us out on the socials. We like to shout a beer, a non-alcoholic or, or low, not low alcohol beer <laughs> here on a Thursday night uh, to night. Uh, reward uh, excellent endeavours in the sporting field this week. Shauna, you're all decked out there with your three three kits yeah, there. Yeah, Classic. different teams that come from the NRL. Cla- yeah. Classic. Try, trying to look a bit like a multi, so we'll see how we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, who, uh, who are you shouting a beer this week? Oh, well, I'm getting my... Uh, I guess huge load of motorsport out very quickly in the start of this one. Um, huge load. Yes, yes. Uh, so we start with um, Bathurst, Bathurst 12 hours on Sunday. Uh, mm-hmm. The Porsche 912 won that. Matt Campbell was one of the main drivers for them to win that. Uh, it was also pretty impressive. They got 50,000 people to show up to that. That's um, very impressive. Yeah, it was yeah. going to be more that's going to be watching uh, NRL in Vegas, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was pretty good. And then uh, William Byron won the Daytona 500. Um, there was a huge crash at the end of that that wiped out most of the field, but he won that. Um, NASCAR full speed on Netflix mm. has actually been a pretty great look at last year's playoff series. Um, gets you know the kind of the drivers and um, for this race for the Daytona, uh, the Rock himself uh, did the intro, did the fire up your engines, uh, and then to follow on with that, Drive to Survive for your F1 fans starts mm. tomorrow. Mm. Is uh, that NASCAR full speed sort of shot in the same ilk as uh, Drive to Survive? Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's really yep. good. I uh, yep. quite enjoyed. Um, it's only five episodes. It goes essentially has the run into the playoffs, and then the four episodes are each the following four episodes are each round of the playoff series. Very good. Um, so it's actually uh, pretty cool, and it goes in depth with all, all the main characters essentially in it. Does so, uh, yeah. Ricky Bobby feature? Uh, not in this one. <laughs> <laughs> no shaking back, maybe. <laughs> there's a <laughs> few a other. Wasn't it? Yeah, there's a few yeah. other names that are very very similar to that kind of uh, ilk of um, guys down there. It's 
you know, Carolina being kind of sort of their home home uh, in the NASCAR. So, yeah. Check it out on Netflix, NASCAR Full Speed. Uh, I will shout a beer this week to Scott Boland, the hero of the MCG. Uh, he's actually become the uh, leading wicket taker in Victorian Shield history, uh, going to 300 and something. I did have it up. I'm just going to bring it back up. Yeah, he took three yeah. the other day and I think he got to the – 330-something. It's pretty impressive stuff uh, given some mm. of the names that he's gone past, albeit, you know, the Shield records, sometimes they're, they're one of those ones that you kind of don't want to have. Cause yeah, because you, you haven't, play. haven't played heaps of Test cricket. For exactly. example, exactly. Shane, Shane Warne is not in the top five for, yep. for Victorian yep. uh, wicket-takers. Uh, but he's gone to 320 uh, mm-hmm. at an average under 25, goes past mm. the great Paul Rifle. Um, so into into number one, other names in the top five, Alan Connolly, Tony Dottomede and Merv Hughes. So in some pretty good company there and uh, he's got the best average of the lot. Uh, so comparing to the great Merv and Hughes, uh, he averaged 30, 30.6 with the ball in, mm-hmm. in shield. So mm-hmm. Scobo, uh, a good five runs uh, underneath that. So uh, becoming the most decorated uh, Victorian bowler um, in shield history. So enjoy a uh, a beer courtesy of the Esky Scott Bowl. Yeah. Monks, who you got? Yep. Um, yeah, so this week I've got Hideki Matsuyama. He won the Genesis Invitational over the mm-hmm, weekend, mm-hmm. which made him the most winningest um, Japanese and I think Asian um, ah. golf player um, with a total of nine PGA Tours yep. um, to his name now. So um, by all accounts had a great final round. He was um, six Oh, six strokes behind. Yeah, he in the came from round. nowhere on Sunday. Yeah, it came from absolutely nowhere. Broke the fourth round um, record with a 62. Yep. And I think that was the second lowest uh, round score um, at the Rio Arena yep. ever as well. So, um, yeah, hats off to a massive weekend. Um, and congratulations on becoming um, a nine-time PGA Tour winner. How old is Hideki? Is he 30 yet? 31. 31. So yeah. right in that peak window for, for golf at the moment. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You'd expect him to grab another major after winning the Masters a couple of years ago. Yeah. Did, before we get him up, did you see the scenes at the Waste Management Open? Crazy dude. I just stopped selling beer on the first day. Like, did they stop people from entering as well? Yeah. Had, yeah. And every year at, at sunrise you see everyone lining up there and it's a mad dash to try and get in. And yeah. Yeah, it seems it's seems like one of the the bucket list golfing events. The old mace waste management, um, yeah, there in Phoenix. What about last year? Because there were Super Bowls in Phoenix, so yeah. it was on the same yeah. weekend. You could have gone to the. If you had, <laughs> it, it would be nice. Would if. be nice if you had the coin. Yeah, waste management one day into the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's going to be one of the weirdest names for a championship, the waste management. Mm. Yeah, uh, they may as well call it, you know, the Mafia Open. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't going down that route, but uh, sure. Allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> I don't know, I saw the Sopranos. Tiger as well, just in, on the golf chat, yeah. Uh, yeah. has brought out Sunday Red. Yep. So not sure why he went for, for two names there on Sunday, obviously. Mm. Yeah, famously wore red uh, on on Sundays, but he's he's broken it up as Sunday. Uh, mm. Body looks absolutely cooked, doesn't it? Yeah. But uh, getting out there and still trying to play uh, a bit of golf. Um, yeah. What yeah. was it? Was it Genesis where he pulled out um, 
Uh, he played, I think, the first two rounds and then he was ill. Yeah. And he's sort of going to not continue. Yeah, I don't know if there is an official reason for him pulling out. Yeah. Uh, most of them might be able to yeah, find that one. Bit there. of conspiracy that you know, he's only going around to, of course, sell the brand a little bit. Because <laughs> um, I think it's co co done with Taylor Made from memory. Um, yep. It's backed by Taylor Made. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> having him, of course, in that gear on the golf course will sell units. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a bit of a challenge. I did say his young fellow is trying to. Um, uh, competed at the moment, I think, to get on the tour, um, but to, to essentially to take his next step on the way to becoming a professional. Good old Charlie. And, uh, he is like 12, mm. isn't he? He's got, he's uh, got a, a way to go. Old. He's a little bit older than that. Let's have a look. Charlie Wood, son he's of Tiger. 15. He's trying to compete in a pre-qualifier. 15. Yeah, he's a little bit older. There you go. Young Charlie. I'm sure he's going to be pretty handy. Oh, he, he <laughs> looks like a client of his dad, so... Yeah, he's swinging. Yeah. You ever seen mm-hmm. the swings mm-hmm. put next to each other? Yeah. Pretty much the same. Uh, do we find any reason there? Um, he's made comment on it. Just Inf- influenza. Influenza. Yeah. Uh, hopefully uh, Tiger's uh, coming back to his uh, his best health mm-hmm. and uh, continues to, to try to get around a golf course. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So his first one? I believe so. Well. Yeah. 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 So, you know, even if he's struggling around, but it's good to see Tiger back on a golf course, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pretty much to go to that sport. Yep. Very much so. Mop. Mm-hmm. Mop of the week. This is normally when we talk about a rugby, rugby league, league. Yeah. but uh, AFL's gone uh, a little bit of rugby league. Yeah, <laughs> especially this week, um, <laughs> leaning into the up, you know, off-season, getting very close to the start of the season. They're all doing trial games at the moment. Um, but uh, the Ds, I guess, were the big one. Uh, there's been a lot of talk about their team culture after it came out that – um, Joel Smith, who was stood down and um, like October, November last year mm. after the after the final because he tested positive um, for cocaine on on, on, on game day on game day, um, but they've come out only this week and announced that um, there's further charges coming mm. uh, with the I guess there was the intent to traffic mm. um, or to distribute uh, were the charges so he obviously had more. Um, of the white stuff on he on him than a than, yeah than just a typical personal use, which is not great for I guess his outlooks of ever playing again, but also on the team. And um, Max Gorn has that mm. has been doing the round of about interviews talking about the team's culture as the captain. Mm. Um, talking mm. a little bit about you know they do the hair tests. Um, I can only you know comment on you know those results, which obviously have must be pretty good, mm. but. But having said that, the AFL has their three-strike policy and you won't hear about any of that until um, something serious happens. So who knows what it's like over there, the Ds. But, yeah, mm. not a great look for them to kick off their start of their season and um, I guess not semi-not related to that, but following on from that, they lose um, lose Brayshaw mm. uh, who decides to retire. Yeah, yeah, really thinking of uh, of Angus Brayshaw. Yeah, the concussions, uh, I hate to yeah. say that. Horrible. Uh, obviously, the all the conjecture around the the Maynard contact in, mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. Um, the finals last year, and mm-hmm. he that was uh, the last in a long uh, string of, of head knocks for him, and he's yeah. he's called a called it a day on his career. Medically retired, essentially, he's yes. gone with the doctors' so opinions for, so over f- health over career. So for two guys from your core playing group to be. Rubbed essentially now. Uh, with, mm. yeah. Follow that with Oliver as well. He's had his own struggles with mental health, and yeah, yeah, that's a it's a 
that team's uh, had a bit of a rough um, off-season. For sure. Uh, and it really makes you think as well um, about, you know, uh, the amount that he must have had on there for them to push a traffic yeah. in charge. You know, we, we don't want to get too blasé about the personal use kind of stuff, but it seems like every other week, you know, there's yeah. so, something yeah. happening. There, there, in, there were in several one, guys yeah. that got in, pinged last year. In, in one NFL of the codes and, you yeah, know. NRL gets it as well. And there's so. certainly a, a distinction that needs to be made there between, yeah, well, re- re- between trafficking and, and personal yeah, use. True. Yeah, mm. Um, having said that, yeah, the D's are in all kinds. A bit of conjecture around uh, Goodwin and and the you know the example he might be setting. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it's going to be a, a tough start to the year for for the the boys in uh, in blue and red. Yeah, they yeah. still have a very talented list in roster. Oh, so on, on <laughs> so paper, yeah, yeah they'll be competitive. <laughs> but yeah, that's. Um, well, I wonder if it's going to go like how Collingwood went last year with you know all the. Off-field stuff kind of steeled them together. Yeah, and didn't didn't brought, bother them. Yeah, yeah, brought the playing group together, and um, you know, you know what happened in the end of that. And that's what half of it. When we've got you know, there's culture problems <laughs> yeah, at Melbourne yeah. and this and that. Mm. It's always just media beat. Yeah, like, yeah, it's, like yeah. nearly it's, always. It's, it's clickbaity. Having yeah. said that, you know, it's two guys from your senior playing group that mm. go for very different reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm. Yeah, there's you know, that's got to cause some sort of ripple. Yep. Whether or not you buy into the the headlines yep. and the culture problems and yada yada, that's probably up to your own discretion. But mm. uh, mm-hmm. certainly, uh, you know, uh, uh, two two quality uh, players that, that won't be there uh, this year. Yeah. And, you know, if you follow up with the conspiracy theories on Smith, if he's looking to traffic, who's he most likely going to be supplying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's closer to him. <laughs> speculate so, so, Yeah, so speculate yeah. Yeah, as much as you want. But, yeah, uh, it'll be interesting. Interesting start to the season for the AFL. Um, of course, a lot of other news happening <laughs> in that space at the moment. But yeah. We might leave the rest of the AFL chat for next week yep. Um, yep. when we'll, we'll have a look at sort of some injuries and a few things and then do the full preview yeah. the, the week I after. I worry for Hawthorne, man. They've got injuries out the last. So they one trial, <laughs> trial <laughs> game. They two, two, two serious injuries. In the, I think they already had yeah. three leading up to it. Yeah. Like, yeah, the, yeah. Their list is going to be decimated. So we'll go over all that uh, in the coming eps. But uh, mm-hmm. tonight it's all about the part one of our rugby league season give, preview. Give us a whistle. Going alphabetical here uh, from the non-Sydney teams, starting up with uh, the team that went about oh, so close. 15 minutes away from winning the whole thing last year. They went a Nathan Cleary yeah. masterclass away from winning it all. It's yeah. the Brisbane Broncos. Uh, finished second, uh, won 18 games, lost six, uh, mm-hmm. burst into the top eight uh, after finishing ninth the year before. Uh, accountability, none of us had him finishing in the top eight last mm-hmm. year. Yeah. We all had him around 10 to 12. Yeah, we uh, all underestimated all how un- much Reese Walsh would yeah, do that. How, how good uh, <laughs> yeah. that bloke is. He really um, just freed them up and then they played so, so good. Uh, so their spine, Reese Walsh one, Ezra Mim, uh six. Adam Reynolds seven, most likely Bill, Billy Walters. Yeah, he's in a bit play, of a competition. Play at nine. Moment. Yeah, it's so not not guaranteed. It's not guaranteed for him. Yeah, he's got to really perform in the trial games um, to keep that spot. But uh, yeah, they've got some young fellas through that are really knocking down the door for that spot. My concern with the Broncos, big outs. Kurt Capewell goes to the Warriors. Herbie Farnworth goes to the Dolphins. Thomas Flegler goes to the Dolphins. Cannon Palacio to the Titans as well. Um, can they overcome that with just the fact that these young talents like Reese Walsh, 
Payne Haas, Selwyn Cobbo are yeah. all 24 and under, mm-hmm. are they just going to get better that they can deal with these losses and have the cattle coming forward? Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. I think they'll they'll cover their forwards' losses pretty well with Capewell and, and folk like that anyway. And their pack's already really, really good. Mm. Um, mm. And, you know, sliding Cobbo in to cover for Farnworth, uh, which I think will open him up a little bit. Uh, mm. um, you know, he yeah. gets the GI comparisons a, l- a little bit, but – if he can be even a tenth of what Gio was in the centres, he'll be <laughs> an elite player. And then, you know, they've, they've got plenty of guys available on the wing. Like um, Corey Oates missed a lot of games last year and he can just yeah. slide straight back in as a wing spot. So uh, I think they'll be fine. Their outside yep. back depth is up there with the best in the in the comp. Definitely. And as good as Herbie Farnworth was last year, I don't think he's going to be a huge loss mm-hmm. with Cobbo mm-hmm. coming in. Cobbo's could play anything one to six, you'd think, yep. yeah. uh, and be pretty good. Um, obviously, probably preferred um, position at the wing, but like you say, GI comparisons, he's young, he's got a yeah. big frame. He's He'll probably learn how to play yep. uh, one um, one defensive possession position in mm-hmm. and uh, and be fine. Like you said, Corey yeah. Oates probably finds him, himself on the wing, but also they've got Dean Mariner, Jesse Arthur's, Arthur's probably yeah. locks down one wing. Uh, their outside back depth is, is insane. Yeah. Um, I think Brendan Piacura as well uh, played 15 games last year. He's a 21-year-old on the edge, probably just goes straight yeah, into Kurt Capewell's edge position. I agree. Uh, I think the concern is he got a little banged up in their preseason game. First so, trial. Yeah. Uh, but he's not, nothing long-term. Yeah, I think it, uh, he should be right for round one. He may miss round one. We'll keep, keep an mm-hmm. eye on that. Uh, it's nothing serious. Uh, yeah. He is mm-hmm. an electric talent. Uh, Cook Islands International, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. only going to get better again, you know, coming into 21, 22. Um, as an edge back row, probably don't really find your peak until your mid-20s. So yeah. Yeah. he's certainly yeah. one to watch there. Uh, top end of the list, Payne Haas, you know, arguably the best uh, middle in in uh, mm-hmm. rugby league. And if you don't have him number one, he's certainly top three. Yeah. Uh, Paddy Carrigan, yeah. despite the little <laughs> scuffle last last yeah. week with yeah. Adam Reynolds, they yeah. seem like they're, they're all made up. They were doing media together. And Team bonding. Yeah. That's right, a bit of bonding. The, the second angle of that video is pretty funny as well because essentially it stacks on and Payne yeah. Haas jumps on top and is essentially humping the boys on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> that's, not what, that's not who you want on the top of the stack. No. So I, I wonder if Paddy took a bit of an exception to that and, you know, that's why the blue ha-ha happened. But I think it's all, all good. They're, they've had to deal with that in front of the media. They'll be over in Vegas. Um, I think all the teams flew out today from memory as they I get think prepared. I think the day before, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, they're getting prepared to – for 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 that for the start of the season, so just looking right. Just looking at their squad here uh, as well. The competition that you mentioned uh, mm-hmm. for that hooking position for yep. it's probably going to be Billy Walters, but Corey Pike, Tyson Smoothie, and they've also got a kid called Blake Moser mm-hmm. who yep. played under 19s Queensland last year. Mm-hmm. May not see him in round one, uh, but their their options for nine and the fourteen are super deep. Yep. Uh, so any sort of concerns around losses and also aging players, so mm-hmm. Reynolds old, uh, Marty Tapao old. They just re-signed Reynolds as well for a couple of years. Yeah, so, so it doesn't to have to on. be done this year. Yeah. Uh, that was my concern at the start of the contract was that it was had to be done yeah. and then last it, year. And Ezra, this year. Ezra got his big deal as well. And he's so. a superstar. Yes, yeah, exactly. Like we saw – uh, some of the the most elite five eighth play in the in the grand yeah. final. He he in, needs in recent memory yeah, from and him. And he needs, I think, Adam Reynolds as well at this point in his career because mm. it really frees him up just to focus on being uh, a menace, essentially, like getting yeah. the ball and doing whatever yeah. he needs to do. 
Yeah, his so. his ball playing ability as a six is up there with the with the best in the comp. So Scored like fifteen tries last year. Or yep. Something. Yep. So I've got them finishing one um, yeah. after you know the yeah. first kind of round of trials. Um, you know the teams are say, sandbagging a little bit. There's a, a few teams that are <laughs> you know, not playing a full strength squad. Brisbane played pretty close to full strength squad yeah. and mm. um, put the yeah. Cowboys to the sword. They um, kind of uh, showed their intentions of um, what they can do and how they can how they can play, and they look really good. Um, so you know I've got them. Ho- you know, take, hopefully taking the next step, being one and potentially winning winning the comp. You get four dollars thirty at the moment. Uh, mm-hmm. If you want to back them for uh, taking out the whole comp, I did hear, uh, courtesy of Hammy uh, on on Bloke and a Bar from Sports mm-hmm. Bet, that they've uh, taken the most money on the Broncos this there year. So, uh, yeah. a lot of people believing yeah. young in, and talented in the their, Broncos. Their window is very very open. I'm going to go yes. very good, but I've gone fourth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think. Penrith are the best team on paper in the in the comp and in Jerome Lewis mm. last season at the club. I think they'll really be gunning for that four in a row and going down as the greatest team in the modern era. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and then for me, it was tight. It's yep. tight on on paper. Uh, I had the I've got the Chooks and Storm just above them. Having said that, uh, you know. Brisbane tend to play a lot of games up in Brisbane, tend to win a lot of games up in Brisbane. Wouldn't be surprised if they're a top two yeah. uh, finish. Um, what was interesting, we were just checking them before, they had a better record away from Brisbane last year. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, they were winning games <laughs> away uh, and the the usual for, impenetrable fortress, fortress of, yes, of Suncorp yeah. became a little penetrable. But mm-hmm. uh, they, they won away. They beat Penrith round one yep. Yep. Uh, last year. Uh, they, they've shown that they, they can beat them. Um, can they do it uh, when it matters? Yep. Uh, I've, gone, mm. I've gone fourth. Wouldn't be surprised if it's third or second. Yeah, I think top four. Yep. So. Yep. You've gone top two? Yeah, top two. I've, I've kept them where they were last season. Um, put them in number two there. It's, again, hard to put them past the Panthers. Um, but, yeah, we'll talk about the Panthers next week. For sure. All right, let's go into the Canberra Raiders. Finished eighth last year, finished eighth the year before. Sneak in. Funnily enough, <laughs> none of us have them finishing eighth this year. Yeah. Uh, probably the, the biggest story of the offseason in terms of player movements was Jack Whiten mm-hmm. uh, going to join cousin Latrell up there uh, in Redfern uh, and Jared Croker retiring. Uh, probably mm-hmm. wouldn't have been in their best 17 yeah. Yeah. regardless, but that's a, a Cameron Raiders legend that, yep. that leaves. Also lose Brad Schneider, Harley Smith-Shields and Matt Frawley. Big signing with Zach Hosking coming across mm-hmm. from Penrith. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably uh, we'll be pushing for that starting edge back row. If not, he's certainly in their best 17. Uh, are they able to fill these massive boots of, of Jack White and leaving or are they going to have a bit of a slide? Uh, the predictions that we've got here would suggest that we all have them having a yeah. little bit of a down year. And yeah. I think the flip side of that is also their roster. You know, those guys that have been very, very good for them for a long time are also – Getting old, mm-hmm. uh, you yep. think of Papali, etc. Yeah, um, yeah, they they don't have a super young list. Um, you know, Jordan's pretty old; he's still floating around in there. Yep. Um, I, I think I think Savage will still get the one, um, and hopefully he can capitalize on the amazing talent he has. And I guess uh, the big question is going to be six. It's going to be. Um, yeah. Looks like Weeks is going to be the the the. the he guy. looked good in the trial. Yes, again. he, he yeah. looks talented. So it'll be. Um, I, I guess the same conversation we just had with Brisbane, can Fogarty take the, the reins and give him the main thing so that we can just play his natural game and use mm. his natural athleticism mm. um, to be a, a complete menace. So uh, that's the hope. Um, 
but I just think they they look like a side ready for a regression, then and then an ascension. Um, yep. It would take um, you know really, you know, Ricky's got to wave, wave his magic <laughs> wand to be able to get them to to improve. So that's why I've got them in that twelve spot. Yeah, I've gone even lower. I've gone fourteen. Um, I'm looking at lists and thinking the Raiders haven't improved on paper, whereas a lot of these other yeah. teams that finished outside of the top eight last year have gotten a lot better yeah. on paper. You know, we'll get to the Dolphins in in just a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, having said that, the Raiders seem to always find a way. Um, yeah, they always seem to stick in the eight. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. it's 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 good money just to say they'll be the eighth team because they somehow always manage to sneak in there at eight. <laughs> and then can knock <laughs> knock off a team in 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 a um, elimination final yeah. like we saw with with Melbourne a couple yeah. of years they ago. Are, they're a well coached team. There's no doubt about that. Uh, Having a look at their best 17, you, it's, it is a, uh, an interesting mix mm-hmm. of quite old and quite young. So yeah. you mentioned Pap- uh, Papali, uh, Rapana also ageing a little bit, mm-hmm. Elliot Whitehead getting a little mm-hmm. bit long in the tooth. And then they've got this this young talent in their forward pack with Tarpanay, with Hudson Young, with Corey Horsburgh, who mm-hmm. are only going to get better, you'd imagine. Yeah. Um, you know, we're talking about Payne Haas being probably unanimous uh, best middle in the comp. Jeez, Tarpanay's got to be up there as, as well. Yeah. Gets through a ton of work. Uh, is is tough as hell. Uh, yeah. And we saw last year uh, Hudson Young and Corey Horsburgh uh, both getting uh, origin um, uh, starts for their respective states. So nothing wrong with that pack by any mm-hmm. means. Mm-hmm. You do look at the spine and you think, oh, gosh, like on paper it doesn't really stand up to a, yeah, a, well, a Penrith or a Brisbane <laughs> yeah. or, a, or a Melbourne. Yeah. Um, it's it's gonna, unproven. It's then yeah. it's going to be interesting who actually has number one on their back. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as we saw Seb Chris play a lot of one last year. Yeah, because Savage got injured this time last year. Yeah, he broke his jaw, yeah. missed yeah. the first two, and then two and, just and a break, half months. Couldn't break into the squad. So there's talks that Rapana might play one uh, week one, yeah. and then they've got this mm-hmm. young kid Chevy Stewart who's only 18 years of age, mm-hmm. but they've already signed him till 2026 with an option to go to 2027. Yep. He's a Colonel mm-hmm. Stingray, so Sharks uh, junior uh, has been. Killing it um, uh, through the preseason by all accounts, he's still fresh as. So yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't think we see him week one. Um, but if there's any sort of injuries, uh, there's, there's a, a chance uh, that we see him uh, either w- uh, playing out on the sting or, or possibly with the one on his back uh, yep. even this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, so certainly one to watch if it's not this year, uh, 2025 or 2026 for, for young Chevy. Yeah, the Raiders are yeah. kind of that team that you think by about round 10 they might have settled on there. On their lineup, um, there'll there'll be I think a lot of trying to work things out, tr- not chopping and changing, but uh, you know essentially moving guys around, trying to yep. bear, find the best you know thirteen on the pitch at any yep. point in time. I was going to ask, are they sort of in like a rebuild phase at the moment, working out no. the squad? Or I would say rebuild. It's like retool. Yeah. yeah. So they're just not like, full rebuild. Just yeah. 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 I I think you know they'll probably see the season, see where they're at, and then you know there'll be the question of yeah maybe we have a bit of turnover and. You know, depending on that result, if they finish like 14, like um, Pets is thinking, then yeah, that's yeah. that's the look at. All right, we've got to make wholesale changes. They finished like eighth again. It's like we're still close. <laughs> what do we mean? Well, you know, one or two things maybe we can push again. So I think with the yeah. cattle that they've got, they'd be happy with playing finals yeah. football. I think that's that's overachieving uh, this year. Happy to be proven wrong. Uh, a few Raiders <laughs> fans uh, probably get us at us in the comments. Uh, we are uh, based out of Canberra. 
yeah. but just looking at the list, I, I just I don't see them them going uh, uh, top eight this season personally. Interesting, yeah. you've got Corey Harawira Naira there, mm. medically retired. I think he's actually been cleared this week. Yeah, so there's a bit of conjecture uh, around what his official status Cause, is. Because he's got a, he's got he's a got defib. Yeah. yeah, so he's got a defib uh, put in there. NRL physio, interesting video mm-hmm. today, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, it shows uh, one of the uh, EPL guys that, yep. that had one uh, put in. Mm. It's a huge bit of hardware. Yeah. So a little bit different, I suppose, for a soccer player to have it that's not having constant contact constant, yeah. uh, on that. Versus, versus someone that plays in the second row. <laughs> exactly right. Having said that, uh, it's there's it seems like it's reasonably promising for, for CHN. Uh, obviously had those horrific seizures last yep. year, uh, some pretty distressing scenes uh, mm-hmm. In, mm-hmm. in that game. Uh, there was certainly a lot of talk that he wouldn't be playing any footy ever yeah. again, and now uh, possibly with this uh, internal defib, uh, mm-hmm. it's uh, it's not putting a line through him uh, just exactly. yet. Exactly. Yeah. Any any news there on on Sao uh, Chen? Anything extra? No, not just yet. I think yeah, they're still 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 in the balance. Yeah, because um, I think it was mixed reports. So some people would say. He, some reports yeah. are saying he was cleared to play and then the Canberra Times article from today I feel like said he's not cleared yet but it's a possibility. Yeah, right. yeah it's, it's, yeah. It's, it's not completely uh, ruled out like it had. Yeah, been. yeah. yeah. Which, Which is good. Which is awesome good. for him and, and, you know, modern medicine doing its thing. Yeah. Um, obviously it's something that you'd, you'd want to treat with, with caution uh, and hopefully, he's, you know, it doesn't feel like he's having any pressure uh, to, to return. Uh, but having said that, it'd be amazing if he play, if he does play footy again, and obviously we're yeah, we're all hoping 100%. to see that. Yeah. From a Raiders uh, squad management, uh, Zach Hosking comes in. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're already stacked with their edge back rows: Hudson Young, Elliot Whitehead. Yeah, they love a back row. So so he probably doesn't need to feel that pressure to, <laughs> yeah, to rush and get back. Yeah. And needs to needs to come back when he's when he's right and ready. Mm-hmm. You think Ko Weeks Weeks going to play six? Is that your I think your assessment? Yeah. I think they'll start with that and then see yeah. how they go. Yeah, that's also what I think. Uh, looked looked pretty good on the weekend. Um, Ethan Strange as well. One to to point out. Uh, sister Jasmine uh, kills it in the NRLW for the Knights. Mm-hmm. Uh, talented family. Uh, maybe landing himself a starting centre role. Be interesting to see uh, on Tuesday when the when the teams come out. Yep. Mm. Be Tuesday week. Yes, Tuesday week. Uh, Monks, you had him uh, tenth, so you've gone the. I think we switched him around the thirteenth. Ah, Thir- oh, you yeah, went down so and yep. split between you two guys. That's right. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. He's the, he's kind of the... So 12, 13, 14, all have him missing the eight. Uh, mm. Get at us, Canberra people, if you disagree. <laughs> yeah. Not quite bottom tier, but they're. Yeah. They're, last year. they're better on paper than. Than our dragons, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, I just I don't see him making the top eight personally. They're kind yeah. of just outside tier three and sort of in tier four. Mm. All right, the team from the the Dolphins, the Dolphins uh, started off unreal last year and then a bit of a horror run with injuries and end yeah. up finishing fourteenth. Surprise but depth is what killed them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for a brand new team, and so. we definitely spoke about how on paper uh, the depth might have been an issue. Mm-hmm. You were pretty much bang on. You went thirteen mm-hmm. last season, Marks. You went fifteen, and I had him as a spoon. I th- thought didn't matter that it's uh, they're being coached 
by the goat. I didn't think they had the cattle. I thought their spine was lacklustre uh, on paper compared to the other clubs. And, jeez, I had egg in my face the first, <laughs> first two months and then uh, if not for injuries. Yeah, um, get hurt. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, on paper, they're looking good this year. They bring mm-hmm. in Farnworth yeah. and Flegler, as Affa mentioned. Jake Avarillo yep. comes in. Mm-hmm. Uh, Oren Keeley uh, maybe pushing for an edge position. He comes over from the Knights. Uh, and no really big outs. Uh, SASA going to Hull uh, and Oliver Gildart goes to Hull Kingston. Uh, no huge losses uh, from a name uh, perspective. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they line up. Um, I think... Um, f- there was some talk that Farnworth's got to play fullback. I don't think that's going to happen. It's got to be the Hammer. He's play- yeah. Hammer was playing one on in the trial game. Yeah, so yeah. It's, yeah. it'll be Hammer one, Katoa. Oh, the season he had last year. Katoa six, <laughs> yeah. Sullivan, uh, O'Sullivan seven, and Jeremy Marshall King nine with Farnworth uh, probably just going straight into the centres there. Yep. Mm. Um, forward pack is old but good. We yep. saw... Uh, Felice Kafusi taking souls last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're only going to get better with with few uh, suspensions because of it. <laughs> that is true. Uh, I think they, they went a little hard in the book and a few yeah. of them. But yeah, yeah. Uh, regardless, he can uh, certainly uh, dish out the whoppa. Uh, and then uh, you've got the Bromwich boys, and that pack only gets boosted by Thomas Flegler coming into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, who wears fourteen might be interesting. Uh, is it going to be? Milf, is it going to be Cody Nikarima or will one of them start at six and the young uh, Isaiah Katoa uh, plays out of 14? I feel like Katoa will be the starting 5'8 and, uh, and they'll go either Milf or, or Nikarima as their as a utility. Mm. Depth is looking better as well. Mm-hmm. So that was that big issue that we had or they had last year was yeah. was replacing guys when they, yeah. when they went down. There's a good chance that – Either Mark Nichols or Jared Wallace or Ewan Aitken doesn't make this starting 17. Yep. Uh, so we're, we're looking at sort of um, f- fringe origin players at, at, mm-hmm. at their best uh, mm-hmm. there. Uh, not saying any of them uh, are playing origin this year, but guys that, that, are, that are handy um, that, that may, may miss out. Josh Kerr uh, as well, he's yeah. pretty, pretty handy. Ray Stone. Uh, Val Tefare, who mm-hmm. uh, is trimmed down a lot, um, yep. and and we saw how how deadly he could be last year. Uh, so there's a guy, there's guys there that aren't po- possibly in their, or well, they're certainly not in their starting thirteen, mm-hmm. maybe not even in their best seventeen that are that are handy footy players. Uh, Lemu Lemu, who who came on leaps and bounds last year, so I think depth is is certainly improved on where it was, uh, you know, in their in their inaugural season. None of us has got him. Making the eight, we've all got them hanging around about 12, 13. Yep. Mm. Um, what's what's the next step that they've got to take? Is it the development of Katoa? Um, is it Sean O'Sullivan becoming a, 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 an elite seven? Yeah, um, I th- well, I what think, do you think it is? I think one health and so they mm. can build that combination. Because I, I think if they can stay healthy, you know, that 13 turns into eight. Um, just, just kind of what we saw last year. Like, yep. I think they can be definitely a competitive – uh, football team and the, the teams out out there as a complete unit, and yeah, like we think they're they're gonna may have s- similar issues to what they had last season, and that's kind of why I've got them at thirteen. But yeah, I yep. would not be surprised if they're finishing the eighth spot. Yep, I think that's it. Like looking at the ladder, trying to break the ladder, anything from like six down to thirteen, fourteen is pretty hard picking at the moment. Like yeah, you could have one team played really good. Have an injury and fall off the bandwagon, or that one team that just comes out of nowhere surprises absolutely everyone in the league. Yeah. So, 
Yeah. It's so interesting, isn't it? Because the top four and bottom four-ish and <laughs> picking <laughs> themselves-ish, yeah. there's always going to be one exception. Yeah. You watch someone that will go real unders and, and someone will but go, that, go that real middle overs. nine is just that whoever. Middle, it's it's <laughs> yeah, kind of roll the dice on it, yeah. isn't it? Uh, I, I'd have them around about the same spot as the Raiders. Like at their best, could, pla- could, yeah. could, sneak, could, in could sneak into the eight. At their worst, be yeah, bottom two. Uh, they have point scorers like Hammer and Asako. Like they score. How good were they last year? Yeah. Like, Jermaine Asako, like a few years ago, was like. Was a, he top point scorer? Top point yeah. scorer last year. He had yeah. 20. Can get, get, get some Asako stats from last yeah. year? He's I think he had 20 tries. 20 tries, yeah. yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, Hammer did about the same. Who and then they, they, they last had year as well. Fern with. Um, Hammer. 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 Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. I think if they can get Katoa and O'Sullivan. There as a unit for a long period because mm. Katoa, I think, was probably the only one that was stable in that position. Mm. And then he had, um, yes, he had some games where I think they um, sat him down to you know because he hadn't been performing. But he had Nicky, he had um, Cody Rima, um, Milford, and uh, Sean O'Sullivan kind of bouncing in and around mm. out, of the, out of that seven spot. And they even switched as well. He played a bit of seven too because they they had. There's other guys. So, yeah, I think there was just – in their spine there was just too mo- much movement and they're kind of one of those teams that if they settle and they can perform, I think they'll be fine. 24 tries for Osako last year. Yeah. Yeah. They can got some points in them. Bloody oath. Yeah. How many did Hammer get? Uh, he got 20. 20. Well. Yeah. And 244 points for Osako. Yeah. Incredible. So their outside backs are, are pretty electric. Um, going to be interesting to see how they go. I, I don't see them really getting worse, to be honest, with – with with Farnworth and Flegler coming in, yeah, they shouldn't. In theory, uh, they shouldn't. Is it is it enough to get them that next step and play finals football? Yeah. Not not quite sure. Mm. Gold Coast Titans, uh, they're fifty one dollars to win the whole comp uh, this year. They finished much like the Raiders, thirteenth last year and thirteenth in two thousand twenty two. Mm. Uh, ins they get Kenan Palacea from Broncos. Uh, Harley Smith Shields goes up from the Raiders. Outs, uh, a pretty extensive list, but no huge names. Booth, Lemming, McIntyre, McKayley, Toby Sexton, probably yep. the biggest of the names going down to the Dogs. Uh, how do we see the season playing out for the Titans? Their pack is pretty electric on paper. Uh, I am a little bit worried about the ageing Kieran Four and, uh, and Tanner Boyd yeah. uh, as, as their halves combo. Uh, and one through five, certainly not shabby, uh, but not top end. Yeah, well, they've they've said that AJ is going to play in the centres um, mm-hmm. and then that means Cam- Campbell will be the one. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it gets them a bit of X factor back there f- and see what AJ can do as a centre. Uh, I don't know. They're, they're, their back line essentially doesn't scare anyone. Their pack will give them a mm. nice a nice um, good platform to work off. But, they, yeah, they were one of those teams that just couldn't score points and faded in almost every game last year. So uh, I, they could be anything but uh, the back end, back end. Think what did I say? They were fourteen or something. Yeah, we've all we've all got quite low on them. Um, I've I've gone bottom end as well. Um, I, I did have them just above the dragons. Uh, maybe <laughs> maybe a little bit of personal bias. I've yeah. bumped them below the dragons down to sixteenth amongst. You've gone yep. spoon. Again, maybe a little bit of personal investment there. A little bit. Like, I can't put dragons down there. Mm-hmm. I think I don't necessarily think that's anything against the Titans. I just think there's just those those teams that were below them last year probably just taken a step up in terms of their roster movements. Mm. Um, yeah, they're so just a team that feels like they 
not gonna. It's a bad thing to say, but they just feel like they don't compete. Like they, you know, and you put it, you stack them yeah. up their list against the other teams. And it's like I, I don't see how you win. Mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's the problem. I think much like the Raiders, I don't see how they've gotten better. Yeah, yep. it, whereas so, so many of these other teams that were that were bottom eight, bottom nine last year, uh, on paper at mm. least, has gotten better. The elephant in the room that we haven't addressed, Des Hasler Do coming in. Coach. You know, so they've, they, got, yeah. they've got yeah. uh, finally some uh, some elite yeah. coaching pedigree. Yep. Uh, will Will Desi be able to get the best out of Fafita and, and Big Tino and going to have and, to. And their young outside backs. Uh, consistency from Dave mm. Fafita is going to be a huge thing. Mm-hmm. I think there was patches last year when we saw him at his at his yep. terrifying best. Uh, just about unstoppable uh, if he gets the ball. Uh, you know, uh, on your goal line. Uh, yeah, run at five eight, so <laughs> yeah, that's what you should do. If you run the goal line and you can run over him and yeah, score. Exactly. That's exactly. definitely what you should do. Yeah. Um, I think uh, some some elite coaching from from Desi might be able to uh, you know see him be a a, a M uh, edge back row of the year uh, and get the best out of uh, Big Dave for feeder. But yeah, I I just don't th- look at the the list and look at the depth as well. Like they're only you know we talk about I- injuries and obviously it's it's applicable to any any team. But a uh, a Penrith or a, or a Brisbane is going to absorb uh, a big injury. You saw how well they played when Cleary missed you know, yeah six weeks last year. Yeah. Um, they just have people to be able to pick from to slot in. Whereas times yeah, just, just, just that, like that that depth who? is is not is not insane. There is a Haas there on that list. Yeah, uh, <coughs> brother, young, younger yes. brother, I believe yeah. so. They're, they're both, both their brother because uh, mm-hmm. uh, Isaac Fasua Malawi'i mm-hmm. didn't say that right. Um, uh, I think he's also uh, the younger brother of Tino. Yeah. Mm. If they can uh, get some form like their older brothers, then they'll be a very dangerous fullback. My word. Yeah. <laughs> Into the storm. All right, Melbourne Storm, nine bucks, finished third last year and fifth the year before. Um, it's interesting looking at all of our project- projections. <laughs> it's the third year that we've done this. Uh, the lowest anyone's ever had them is sixth, uh, but the highest yeah. anyone's had them is two. So yeah. no one's yeah. in this Penrith sort of dominating yeah. era, uh, no one's projected them to, to finish as minor premiers. Much the same this year. We've all got them top four. Um uh, they, they haven't recruited heavily at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean Bloor comes in from the Tigers. Uh, that was in some sort of swap deal with that sees Justin Olam yep. go. Yep. A few losses in terms of names. Tarek Sims goes over to Catalans uh, along with Jaden Nicarima. Killed Georgie Williams during the week. <laughs> smoked. <laughs> smoked. Uh, the big old big Georgie Williams got wrecked by, uh, by big Tarek. That's, again... Uh, talking about people that you want to get, not get hit by. <laughs> yes. and, uh, a, a marauding Tarek Sims is certainly <laughs> top of that list. Uh, and Tom Eisenhuth uh, goes over mm-hmm. to the Dragons. So did l- have more outs than ins. Um, but I guess the big in, not really technically an in, but they hopefully get – well, Pappy you can see out the whole year. Yeah. Uh, he's been playing pretty well in the trials. Um, and Yeah. Yeah, that's that try that he scored just before halftime in that trial. And you're like, oh, gosh, he's back. Yeah. He's back. So he's, he's – a. Crossing everything, Electric. crossing toes and hair and fingers and everything that <laughs> that Pappy plays a whole season without any uh, injuries. Uh, obviously, that horrific patella yeah. fracture a few years uh, uh, back, mm-hmm. uh, and then had to was rehabbing that most of last year. Comes mm-hmm. back, plays a few games, leg gets rolled up on and yeah, fractured his exactly. fibula. Yeah, uh, there was concerns around that 
early on, it seemed like a more run-of-the-mill kind of fibula fracture. Yeah. Still a broken leg, so... Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, <laughs> shit sucks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we were talking about run-of-the-mill. Uh, yeah. uh, when he first did it, there was a lot of concern uh, around, yep. you know, compound and, and um, associated complications there. Um, but, yeah, Pappy, if he's there, healthy, one through nine uh, yeah. in terms of spine... Um, probably, probably the best in the cop. You just you just look at yep. it on paper and you're just like, holy shit. Yeah, Pappy <laughs> Munster, Jerome Hughes, Harry Grant. Harry Grant's only going to get better and better. He's still yeah. quite young. Munster and Hughes, obviously, right. Yeah, in their, I, I in feel their like prime. he had a down year yep. last year as they tried to work kind of, as he tried to work out his role without the cheese and like yeah. taking on more yep. responsibility. I think now that he you know he's had that season under his belt, I think he'll be better for it. Uh, which is which is crazy to think that Harry Grant's going to get any better. Mm, um, yeah. And then you know Jerome Hughes is is up there with one of the best halfbacks in the league. So always underrated. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. And they've got the best player in the league potentially in Cam Munster when he's yeah, on. Yeah. The, he's unbeatable. And coached by Billy. A. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there was a little bit of concern last year uh, around their forward pack and how they would hold up in the mm-hmm. post Bromwich Kafusi mm-hmm. era. Um, didn't disappoint by any means. I think Nas uh, stepped up big time last mm-hmm. year. We saw Katoa, uh, Kami Kamitha uh, get better uh, last season. And you have to think Christian Welsh missed most of last year too. Yep. Yep, coming so back he comes injury. back in. Uh, I think their, their pack's looking fine, really. Yeah. Josh King yeah. looked look pretty good. And if there's any club that's just going to find some bloke off the street and turn him into a superstar, it's Melbourne. Hundred <laughs> percent. We've seen that Jonah Pezzett, uh, mm-hmm. You know, when he's come in, he's played pretty well. Uh, Tyron Wishart. They've got uh, a little bit of half coverage if something was uh, was to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, if there's anyone on that on that uh, you know list, eighteen through thirty, that we're not super familiar with, trust Melbourne to turn him into yeah, exactly. a to an yeah. absolute prodigy. Joe Chan. There we go. <laughs> you watch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. Third, 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 fourth. Yeah, they'll be a top yeah. four team. Yeah, so yeah, we've definitely. all got them just that tick below Penrith and Brisbane, and that's the that's the big concern. Got absolutely hammered by both of them in finals yep. last year. Yep. Twenty six zip to the Broncos, thirty eight four to Penrith. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a very clear top two, I think. Um, I've gone a little bit low on on Brisbane, but uh, I think the, if you look at the bookies and the, where the money's going, it's pretty obvious that it's the grand finalist and then then a step below yep, down to yep. everyone is Melbourne, the head of that pack, uh, I suppose, yeah. time will tell. Melbourne are always going to be a good defensive, gritty team. Um, I think that yep. their biggest issue last year was scoring, you know, those X-Factor kind of points where yep. they're going to come from. And yeah. What X-Factor's coming back? back yeah, yeah, with Pappy back, then maybe that he can address that issue for them. And, you know, that again, Definitely. maybe that really frees them up, kind of like Walsh did last year for Brisbane. Anything to add? Uh, no, not really. Yeah, I think having Pappy backs just a huge in for them. Um, if he can stay healthy, uh, yeah, there's there's no reason why they can't even break into that top two. Yep, hundred percent. Newcastle Knights, twenty six bucks to win the whole thing. Surprised everyone last year by finishing fifth. Went on that crazy run at the end of the yep, year sure. when Caelan uh, Ponga was playing electric. Um, Ponga as well. Yeah, it came up from fourteenth in two thousand twenty two. Uh, it's going to be hard to repeat. We've all got them hanging around the eight. I've got them just sneaking in. You guys have got them just missing out. Lots of ins and outs. Um, mm-hmm. In terms of name value, Dom Young uh, going over to the Roosters, mm-hmm. big out. And Kurt Mann, handy utility, uh, going over to the Dogs. Um, the Lachlan Miller, who started the year at fullback right. last year. And the K- KP at six. Um, uh, experiment didn't work out. Uh, he actually looked really good in in the yep. start of last year, but he's going uh, over to to Leeds. 
in terms of ins, Jack Cogger comes back from the Panthers. Uh, and Kai Pierce-Paul is an interesting one. Um, he's a, uh, a young uh, edgeback rower coming across from Wigan and likely uh, um, to, to start um, as an edgeback rower. Yeah. Uh, so no massive names uh, recruiting, but look, if KP continues his run of form. Yeah, that team's all KP. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cameron Pong is on, they <laughs> Yeah, they, they whether they finished fifth this this last season, so yeah, mm. I think that's probably where again where they can they potentially could top out. Probably so the roof. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, you know, if he's good, good and they're playing electric football like they had been, um, they can push all all the way up to I think they're about there finishing fifth. Um, so yeah, they got a tough road ahead of them. Um, but as long as Pong is good, no concussions, and plays a full season, he'll he and Walsh will be battling it out for that Queensland number one jersey. It's going to be an interesting <laughs> discussion there. Who cares? Put them both in that one. Who cares? Put them both in the squad. <laughs> Who would you have play where? Oh, you have both in the starting I don't, no. I we, think we're getting ahead of ourselves. Well, Walsh, Walsh won and, and Ponga can play. Centers, maybe he says, yeah, you can play. Ponga's mm. big enough to play elsewhere. Yeah, fourteen perhaps. Yeah, hammer on his outside. So. I think their their pack's not too bad. If uh, Jaden Braley is, stays the healthy, brothers. getting the Sofiti boys around, Tyson, Tyson Frizzell's still elite. Yeah. Adam, Adam Elliott's Elliot. good. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how good this um, this Kyle Pierce Paul KPP mm-hmm. is uh, mm-hmm. is going to be. Um, <laughs> depth, depth, Bradford Best is, was good from last year. So. Certainly, yeah. yeah, back, yeah. Their backs are good, man. Greg Marsu was yeah. a, was a freak coming over from the Titans. Um, yeah. They need a good platform, and then just let Con, um, let Ponga work his magic. And then it's, yeah, they'll score points. Yeah. It's going to be six and seven for me. Uh, Cogger and Hastings. Uh, Hastings has been pretty good. He had a good really. resurgence. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see uh, Cogger coming back to Newcastle where he started his career, uh, how they link up. And he does have, of course, Gamble. Uh, they'll be knocking down that door because he'd want that spot back. Uh, yeah, true that. True that. It may not even be Cogger. It might be Gamble and, yeah. and Hastings that, that start. Phoenix Crossland as well mm-hmm. uh, was uh, elite, played a lot of nine last year and then finished up uh, as a utility. Uh, they're, they're not a bad bad team on paper. I've got them finishing eighth. The yeah. boys went de- 10 and 10. Yeah, they definitely yeah. look better on paper. So they, um, yeah. yeah, you know, that's probably unders from us, but we'll time will There's just so many of those teams in that in that middle of the pack that – Could like, be anything. Yeah, yeah that really, yeah. really, you know, we'll, we'll – Get to the Warriors in a second, but when we're talking about the Sydney teams, uh, Sharks, Parramatta, South, um, you know, that could really be in that sort of 5 to 12 conversation. Yep, 100%. Warriors now, um, it's it's nice the way that it's worked out just alphabetically, (laughs) but it's also the Mm -hmm. the two teams that uh, really were surprise packets last year. Yeah. Uh, up the Waz, uh, pandemonium throughout <laughs> New Zealand. Uh, I think once everyone's teams started to get knocked out, unless you were a Broncos or a, or a Panthers uh, fan, I think just about everyone was uh, on the Up the Waz bandwagon. Mm-hmm. Uh, finished fourth, $23 to win the whole thing this year. Andrew Webster in his second year as coaching, as coach. And uh, get a bloke called Roger Tuivasa-Shek returning, uh, mm-hmm. coming back mm-hmm. from, from rugby. Uh, I mentioned Kirk Capewell uh, from the Broncos. It's two guys that essentially will go straight into their their starting thirteen. Yep. Uh, outs Josh Curran, pretty reasonable player, uh, goes over to the Bulldogs. Uh, Bailey uh, Sirenen, uh, Valia, Viliami, a few guys outs, but not uh, superstar talent there. So again, if we're doing the on paper thing, uh, arguably could be better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, def- definitely, and I, I think chances. Um 
going to have uh, uh, Roger came knocking down his door to take that one spot. You're, he had uh, like a. You have a look at his health because there's a uh, there's some chat that Chance might be missing week one. Yeah, neck injury potentially. Uh, it's not who you want to give a number one jersey n- to. No, uh, and because in the trial game he had 150 meters. Yeah, uh, which was I, I think I saw a funny stat that was almost a total amount of meters he gained playing in rugby last season. So, <laughs> which uh, <laughs> it might be a complete bullshit, but I thought it was funny. It's going to um, be interesting to see the workload and, and how he. He, lo- he looked it. good. He looked yeah. good from I saw in the trial, and yeah, he slot him straight into one. I really like. Metcalf last year, I think mm. he's um, good young talent. He's got surprisingly good pace with him, mm-hmm. and you know Sean Johnson was was Sean Johnson last year. Maybe rubbed over Delhi. Yeah, perhaps. exactly. Maybe should have had a Delhi M. Um, I see you got uh, Martin in there as a potential. I think he's more a one mm. um, than he's a six, but you know he's a guy that can give him plenty of depth in and around there. So That's yeah. got um, mm. uh, Harris Devita coming back as well mm-hmm. had a sabbatical mm-hmm. last year. So a big question. Mark around who will wear six. I think it will be Metcalf. Yeah. Um, but there's, they've got options uh, there, whether it's uh, – They've got some good depth. Yeah, so. yeah. Um, it's on on paper, jeez, their their pack is – Yeah, I think is, I've got them at eight. Crazy. And I, I feel like that's unders um, mm. uh, after all yeah. we've just discussed. So, yeah, I think they can – maybe their weakness is a little bit at nine, but um, I think, you know, they got well, – I, I think – yeah, I actually saw your point there. Is, is this uh, make or break? Is it is it uh, um, uh, this season or bust essentially for the Warriors mm. considering Sean Johnson is 35 and add to that Flanua Blake is leaving at the end of the season. Mm. So, you know, you've got potentially number two <laughs> front rower leaving. Mm. Uh, you might as well try and get as much as you can out of him uh, now. So I think yeah. just, just clarifying on SJ, I think he turns 35 next, next year. Next year, okay. So it's – you know they're gonna. There's not many years left. Not many years left. Maybe next year's his last year. Maybe it's this year. Yeah. Uh, and confirmed, we'll lose AFB. Yeah. So yeah. you're losing an elite uh, uh, middle. Yeah. Uh, they took and, a really big step and forward. Elite seven. Um, yeah. And you know they've added some definite talent in there, and hopefully they can uh, push that and you know try to capitalize on that now because I feel like they have to. Because mm. yeah, otherwise, you know, again, you go back and they're like, well, who's going to be seven? It's that that old uh, chestnut. Having said that, look, I've got him at six, and I I wanted to have him, you know, yeah, pushing that top four, but mm-hmm. I, I just couldn't quite uh, do it. I, uh, we'll get to South uh, next week when we talk about Sydney teams. I had South just mm-hmm. just ahead, uh, but look, if they get a roll on and yeah. and with all the the support, mm-hmm. and, yeah, Jimmy, do you have the table there? What was their home record? They were pretty Ooh. good last year. Uh, I reckon they lost home three record. games at home, maybe. Yep, uh, they were eight and four. That was four, yep. four at home. So again, right. it's much like the Broncos. Their away form was good. Away away record was was really good. Yep, you know that's it. Um, on Chance, it looks like he might not be returning until round four. Yeah, yeah. Which is a bummer for slot, him. Yeah, slot Roger in there, and yeah. he'll lose yeah. his job. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think they've confirmed that they won't shift uh, Roger. Oh, who's gonna play um, one then? So, so Martin's gonna play one. Tomorrow, Martin, sure. maybe, because that's their only other fullback I can see on that list. Uh, Har- that? Harris Tavita could could wear one. They haven't confirmed yeah, it. They haven't confirmed anyone yet. Mm. Yeah, interesting. Mm. That, so, watch that space. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to wait and see. 
Very good. Uh, Marks, where did you have them? You had them seven. seven. Both yep. of you guys got low end eight. I've, I've got them six maybe. Yeah, maybe it's five. hard to like, oh, they were so good last year. How could they go better? But you know, they've got a couple of guys that hopefully can you know, push them over the edge. Well, out um, of them in Newcastle, I could see them going better this year yeah, than, yeah. than the Knights. Yeah, it looks like they might have Tain um, Toa Piku, Piki. Uh, taint uh, to a picky to a picky. Um, that he might be playing. Uh, ah, interesting. Back. Yeah. Interesting. I have no idea what what he's he's like. Um, no. Time will tell. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cowboys, Cowboys, uh, sort of the opposite of these teams. Uh, really good in two thousand twenty two. Missed out on the eight last year. Uh, had a reasonable run towards the end of last year. We're pushing for the eight, but just missed out. Yep. Finished ninth, 12 and 11, uh, 15 bucks to win the whole thing this year. Not huge ins or outs. Uh, Jake Clifford uh, comes in. Mm-hmm. James mm. Tarmow's retired. That's more um, some of the more household names uh, there, but um, – uh, one of the teams with with less player player movement, uh, and that was until yesterday uh, when Luciano Lelua, uh, mm-hmm. it's been announced, will uh, effective immediately be joining the Dragons. Yeah, he'd won um, it out for quite a bit, so yeah, um, had a pretty crazy asking price of about nine hundred a season. I think the Dragons, uh, what are they? They had two point yeah, three, three over three, three. so a tick under uh, eight hundred. So good money. For, for Luciano mm-hmm. Lelua going back to the club where he played uh, his junior footy. I think he was uh, a Hurstville junior. So um, definitely uh, knows the St. George area. Um, it's going to be interesting to, to see how he slots in at the Dragons. Uh, I don't think it's a massive loss for them because Helium Lukey is a very good mm-hmm. uh, edge back rower. Obviously, Jeremiah mm-hmm. Nanai, he's going to have one of those uh, he had a very edge, average, edge positions. Average year last year. Well, so I think he set the bar high for himself as, as a youngster. True. Okay, yeah. down year compared to his previous yeah, year. He's, yeah. he's twenty. Yes. Well, yeah. Like I think, uh, and I he think, can only. I think he can only get better yeah. as well. So yeah. yeah. Uh, they're, they're a good squad full of potential Queensland guys. They've committed to Tom Deaton long-term. Um, Who was good yeah, in the yeah. last few years. Yeah, they're going to see where they can get out of Townsend and then Clifford is, I guess, the, re- the potential replacement there for him. Um, so yeah, I, I think they're a good, solid squad. I just don't think they've really done much of anything and they're kind of where they were last year. So that's mm. why I've got yeah. them at nine again. We've all got them there. Yeah. Nine, nine, I've gone, I've gone yeah. ten. Uh, same thing. I just don't see on paper how they've gotten better. Having said that, they yep. were pretty banged up last year. They performed unders. Yeah. This is certainly one yeah. of those teams that their ceiling could be five yeah. or four. Yep. Yep. That's it. Uh, Sammy Valamai uh, went over from the Raiders and mm-hmm. looked all, all kinds of um, uh, good. Uh, might be interesting to see if he gets a wing spot or if he gets a centre spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, Val Holmes, Murray Talungi certainly will have um, that one, uh, yeah, one, one side set. Um, Scotty Drink uh, will definitely have the one on on his back, barring injury. Uh, their pack's pretty good on yeah. on paper. Ruben like Cotter, Cotter Reese Robson played Origin last year. Cohen Hess has played Origin. Dan Nyth played Origin. Yeah, they got one of the better 14, 14 men as well in Fair Granfield. So yeah. yeah. Uh, depth is an interesting one. Um, you know, if, if some of these uh, big names uh, get get hurt, uh, don't have the the depth of those elite uh, teams. Um, mm-hmm. outside, a forward yep. depth's not bad, really. Yeah, McLean, McLean, yeah so. Jordan McLean, um, uh, Gorzeski, um, some some reasonable players there in terms of forward depth. I'm just thinking from a more from a spine depth perspective. Yeah. What about 
I mean, we kind of see it when Jason Tamalolo is out of the, the squad, largely due to injury, they sort of take a be- step back as well. Yeah, so. very unders year last year. But there's yeah. also, um, uh, I think they're potentially, because uh, they've, he's no longer the captain. So, was it Cotter? Who's their captain now? Might be Cotter. Yeah. Uh, some of the comments then made by Todd Payton about, you know, long-term young guys kind of alluded to maybe they're looking to get out of Jason's contact, contract in the not-too-distant future. Because I think he's he got left? Because he's, he's on that te- uh, ten-year deal. Yeah. He might be year seven, maybe. Um, but he, yeah, he's it's probably at the good point in that deal where he's kind of getting paid, you know, sort of what he's worth, if not a little bit um, uh, closer to it. But yeah. Yep. So when did he sign in? 2017. Jeez, where does the time go? Yeah. Well. So 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. I think this is his eighth. Eighth, eighth year on that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's getting there. Uh, Cotter and Deedon seem to be co-captains. Yeah. Again, because they've committed to Tom Deedon. And so, you know, they've gone and was like, hey, we're committed to the young guys. They're the future. Kind of makes questions about Big T, whether he's uh, going to be there long term. What do you think about the Queenslander spirit as well? Mm-hmm. So, I've very <laughs> well. It used to well, it used to always be the Broncos were were half the Queensland Origin mm-hmm. team. You look at that that one through thirteen: Holmes, Talangi, Dearden, Cotter, mm-hmm. Nanai, yep. Hess. Like these guys, yeah, all, all played, played for the Maroons. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they're going to be you know best of best mates. Um, origin period again, you know that that does have a have a, has an effect through the origin period and how they mm-hmm. how they prefer. Yeah, uh, and that goes perform. for all. It goes of course goes for all the Queensland teams like Brisbane. They, they've got it's the like other a, half, and then you know if there are a few Dolphins and a, a few Titans in the mix um, to round out the yeah. squads. So. I think the Cowboys have got more starting Maroons than the than the Broncos do. Uh, Maroons, Walsh, Cobo. Man wasn't, but you know, I don't think it won't, won't be. And Carrigan. Carrigan and... That's it, from the f- from 1 through 13. Yep. Oh, Oates had played there. Oates, well, if Oates is on the wing, then yeah. So yeah. it's it's kind of the opposite of how it used to yeah, be yeah. where the yeah. Maroons were the Broncos with a sprinkle of Cowboys, Cowboys and, yeah. and other clubs. <laughs> now it's like the Maroons are the Cowboys with a sprinkle from yeah. Every, yeah. from everywhere else. Uh, so, again, that can, that can have... Uh, pros and cons to it. Mm-hmm. Cons through the origin period is going to be hard to win games, but that's three games. Yeah. Pro is these guys yeah. are beating beating the Blues when they shouldn't be uh, on on paper. <laughs> <laughs> worst team don't, ever. Don't be an origin game. <laughs> uh, uh, worst team ever comments. Uh, <laughs> but they're they're going to be best of mates and and uh, have yeah. one one origin together. Yeah. So uh, that's got to play into things for sure. Yeah, definitely. That only makes them better. All right, that's the uh, preview. That's the non-Sydney teams. We'll do Sydney teams next weekend, mm-hmm. uh, and then it's uh, only ten days away till well, it's ten days today till Vegas. So when yep. we're doing Sydney teams, it's going to be will be horny. I think oh, it'll, very, yeah. it'll be very very close <laughs> to season start. Yeah, definitely. I think it's going to be right on the right on the either the cusp or right after the the Vegas games. So looking yep. forward to the season of rugby league. Uh, by all um, of our projections, there, uh, clip them. See how they see how, see how they go. <laughs> we all reckon Brisbane uh, top four. You've got them. My yep. premiers. We've got them just a touch behind. Um, we've got 
not out of the Knights and the Warriors, going to be hard to replicate. Maybe the Warriors do it. Um, yeah. Maybe the and Knights Storm, don't. And Storm will always be Storm there, always going to be good. Yeah. Be shocked if they're not top four. Yeah. Uh, maybe a down year for the Raiders and the Titans. Uh, Cowboys could be anything. Yep. Yep. Dolphins as well in there. Be interesting mm-hmm. to see how they go mm-hmm. in their second year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Up the fence. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That'll do us for some rugby league. Oh, oh, no, just quick, quick, couple, quick, couple quick, quick notes. Points. Yeah, quick Stacey Jones story. is going to be the new New Zealand coach, so he will get that job. Um, cool. They've gone with uh, you know a legend of New Zealand over Wayne Bennett as an example. Uh, Super rug is it Super Rugby League or Super League? Super League um, is uh, their season's kicked just kicked off as well, and they've um, actually had really good crowds. They've got a new deal with I believe ESPN, so yeah. um, so they, you know their games yeah. are going to be televised into. Um, you know, the States and actually will be televised down here more regularly. Mm. Uh, and, you know, there's some chat about getting Super League games and NRLW games into the States too, mm-hmm. um, you know, as part of this growth of Rugby League. Mm. Um, uh, the interesting thing for them is they've gone really, really hard on cracking down on high shots or, you know, hit contact to the head. They've had four red cards or send-offs in the first round. Uh, which is about the equivalent mm. to send-offs in the NRL last yeah. season. Yeah. So there's been some questions, marks about will they in the club challenge, what is the rules going to be like? Are mm. they going to be that strict on it? Um, and I believe today they said that it's going to be a little bit less strict. Uh, there'll be more of a you know, typical kind of game. But, yep. yes, Super League's uh, trying to grow and it looks like they're growing well. Um, and, you know, with the big Vegas push at the moment, Rugby League's trying to grow and they did that – um, a bit of shots fired from um, Landis today or yesterday. They had the the financials. They made seven hundred mil last year, mm. something like ninety profit. Um, their viewership was all up. I think mm. they beat out AFL for viewership at um, ninety three to ninety one mil. So they made more money off TV. Yeah, well, I'm not sure about money in total. Mm. Um, but his his comments are like, "Hey, we're the number one sport in Australia." So he sent sent that, yeah. and, I, I mean, and I was just like, "I mean, everyone watches NRL on TV. Everyone goes to the AFL." Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and my point of this was just like, "Can I take the Origin numbers out and can I compare them? <laughs> <laughs> See, like, like to like on the competitions." Well, because because well, I'd say that's a large part of your viewership. Why, why, why take Origin numbers out? True. Well, as a, if it's I want if I want a direct comparison between the two sports, mm-hmm. like which is. Is the NRL or the AFL, uh, you know, the biggest based on viewership and money? Uh, you know, the AFL has no equivalent, of course, to an origin period, which is kind of like an all-star yeah. standalone competition. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that makes up a big factor of their viewership numbers and generates them a fuckload of money. So that's why they do it. And so. it's the it's one of the pinnacles uh, viewing um, spectacles in. In this country, yeah, uh, and exactly. We're going to we're going to get to the so. NBA All Stars and how much of a joke it is yeah. these days, yes. and the NFL playing flag football. Yep, nothing. <laughs> no sport has something like state of origin. Yeah, none at all. It's, so in, it's yep. in a league of its time. own special beast, and of course that generates them a fucking load of money. So mm. yeah, you know, if I just not cooking the books, but you you know, if you want to make a like for like of competitions and competing in that, I think there's a slight. Caveat there that they have origin, <laughs> but if they, you want to go down that path, the AFL should just go. Uh, yeah, look at the attendance numbers, bro. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, hundred percent. And yeah. you know they, they essentially dominate the, the the bottom section of the country across to the west, whereas the NRL's got the rest of the east coast up and then into the Pacific Islands. So the Rombarasi yeah. line, mm, yes. look it up. Yeah, yep. uh, 
Yeah, which will be interesting because that follows on with the uh, you know the push for the twenty teams. You know, mm. getting the three others. Oh, yeah. You know, getting the P and G yep. team. Um, where do they put if they're getting three more teams? Where do they put the other two if they've already kind of lined up P and G? Do they go out to the islands a bit more? Do they try to compete in Perth, mm. or do they just um, stay with the East Coast and try to build the fill in the spots of the East Coast as much as they can? So. As, yeah. as crazy as it seems, the more time passes, the more I'm convinced that this 18th team is going to be a Papua yeah. team. Or there's, there's too much government money in it to yeah. not happen. No, the way that's saying they might give them 600 mil. Exactly. Like it's going to be yeah. hard to the, the, the Aussie no, government yeah, so. wants to give them money to, to Papua New Guinea to like improve that country mm. and, yep. you know, they, they just can't write them a blank check. They've got to have a good reason and – Having an NRL team there, <laughs> like it's, you know, we're supporting each other. Mm. Here's some infrastructure money as well mm. to help with, you know, doing all that. Gives them a nice in to be able to, you know, <laughs> give taxpayers monies to PNG because it's the thing, you know, give them give them sports and they love it. Give, yeah. give, give yeah. the masses sports, and they they won't yeah. uh, revolt. So <laughs> <laughs> a bit of a bit of we'll get some Roman get some Roman history on the on the on the chat. Gladiator games, <laughs> you know, it's modern modern day gladiator games. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, that's NRL. I don't think there's anything else at the moment. <laughs> Uh, outside of geopolitical short here, <laughs> yep. controlling the uh, Asia Pacific region, yeah. um, <laughs> the NRL, Peter Volanders is there trying to take over. Um, it's it's looking more and more likely. Which yeah. two years ago I would have laughed at you just about, but yeah. it's going to be interesting yeah. to see. Uh, and for my OCD uh, and anyone that doesn't like this seventeen team comp, need to hurry up and get it done, yeah. please. Yeah. Oh, at least get that buy time, rounds so. and stuff. Just a mess at the moment. Oh, yeah. Very good. That's rugby yep. league. Tune in next week. Uh, we'll do the Sydney teams. All right, let's talk about the biggest show on earth. I just need to cool down. Oh, he broke his ankles. The Super Bowl, the Chiefs win it in overtime. Uh, I think only the second time that the Super Bowl's gone to overtime, which is pretty crazy. Uh, Taylor Swift gets the win in her rookie season. <laughs> yeah, you bullshit. couldn't have scripted, scripted it better, yeah. could you? Yeah. Um, going political politics, you know. Endorse Biden <laughs> and he's going to win, etc. Oh, God, <laughs> they, they had to win so that you know everyone saw Taylor. It's all conspiracy. Uh, it's all scripted. It's all, yeah. Didn't he yeah. talk about the uh, French Prime Minister that was, was been dead for ten years? Yeah, and confused with Mexico and Egypt. Probably. Oh, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Politics. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's talk That's strictly let's about, about about the game. Um, 49ers defense started super well, duper strong. Well. Had the big play for by CMC with the mm. the um, wide receiver quarterback pass across to him down yeah. the sideline to get the first touchdown. And yeah, they did, like you said, their defense. They felt like they were dominating a large portion of this game. You had the big angry uh, Travis Kelsey at uh, Andy Reid during that first half. Like, mm. you know, th- what were their st- thoughts on that? Did he cross the line? I, I think. You know, Andy Reid drafted his brother, mm-hmm. moved to Kansas City because of his brother, mm-hmm. you know, drafted him as well. Mm-hmm. His whole mm-hmm. career has been there with Andy Reid. They know each other inside and out. Mm-hmm. Um, like uh, I think their relationship's more father and son than you would say yeah. boss and employee. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, he um, Travis wanted to be in the game because he, he wasn't. They were taking him out for some of those situations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and he felt like he could be uh, helping them. And, mm. you know, second half he did. And <laughs> there's a big I reason have. they won. So, you yep. know, I think that's the passion that they want. Yeah. 
maybe a bit of a cheap shot on the coaches, <laughs> a, a little bit, a little bit much. Uh, you can't, you can't shove well, a guy yeah. when you're in full gear. Yeah. I, don't, I think he did cross the line. It, it was interesting listening to. But me. having said that, Andy Reid was an offensive tackle, so <laughs> <laughs> he's I'm a big sure, dude in his own right. I'm sure looking back on it. Andy Reid gives if, gives zero fucks about yeah. it. They if won they the Super lost, Bowl. They, different conversation. Yeah, yeah possibly. <laughs> I think, yeah, I didn't think it really shoved him. I think Andy Reid would just like it came out of nowhere. And yeah, just absolutely shocked Andy Reid. Hundred like, percent. Yeah, surprise. She's pants on the field, but um, but he, yeah, you know, you're right. I he wants those guys to be fired up. He wants them to want. Hundred percent. And I'm sure Andy Reid doesn't care. So yeah. that's exactly who, he, he, whose he'd opinion matters the most. So obviously, a lot of people. Coming in and banging yeah. comments and that's assault and the rest of that. Not sure if I go that far. Uh, yeah, it was a, a huge outburst. Of let me let me say and, this: and training yeah. camp next year, Andy Reid will get his back for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Travis will be. And he may want to retire because he's going to be in the best shape of his life after next training. Camp. And I think Travis, yeah. with his third ring, uh, is probably going to go. Yep. Kick my ass in, in yeah. uh, training yeah, as, camp. As and that's all, got that's all good, brother. Yeah. I love yeah. you. That's it. Uh, but it, it, it was strange scenes on the on the sideline mm-hmm. and, and sort of a little divisive. Um, it, it was interesting listening yeah. to them on the New Heights pod yep. and yep. Uh, his older brother um, saying, yeah, I think, you know, you did you did cross a line. Yeah, especially with all the cameras yep. on you, like, yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, yeah, maybe do that in the locker room at halftime. Uh, yeah. But yeah, yeah. You know. They were very good at being able to explain and articulate, like, how – professional athlete at their level feels in that situation, yeah. but also yeah. understanding that like everyone's human as well. Yeah. And, and it's, there it's are a, lines that you can't cross. And it's a good cross. discussion to, to hear it from the horse's mouth. And it's the world that we live in with new media as mm-hmm. well, mm-hmm. where it just used to, you know, you'd have to talk about, you'd have to listen to Skip Bayless's take on it <laughs> yeah. back in the day. And lots of people still do, but <laughs> yeah. now you can hear it from the horse's mouth. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. say, yeah, like it, it wasn't good and I apologise straight away. But, yeah, he yep. does talk about their relationship and, mm. you know, Big Red is is like a father figure to him and yeah. I'm sure yep. he didn't really give That's a fuck. Yeah. yeah, and I think also like leading up to that, even like going back to the Ravens game, like the stuff that happened pre-game um, with Travis like thrown around the um, – Well, I think I think Tucker was talking helmet. mad shit as well. So Yeah, like yeah. I think that was sort of the storyline leading into the Super Bowl. Like, mm. oh, yeah, he's like yeah. – oh. Like I got he's not a good man. He's, he's not perfect yeah. for Swifty. Hothead. Yeah, he's a little bit. Yeah, he's um. Is he yeah, the one? Yeah, the fame's getting to his head now. But like again, like professional athletes, like there's a reason why the Kansas City Chiefs were in the Super Bowl yeah, because they, the players like they Kelsey, think they think different. They, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Well, he's in Sydney at the moment, supporting his missus. At the, at the zoo today, as <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. with the Channel Seven helicopter circling. I know, I know, I know. A few blokes that have said they they want to go to the concert and they'll be. I'm here for Travis shirts and, and wear those instead. I'm sure, so, they yeah. are. Is he <laughs> jersey sales? Yeah, he's a look up NFL jersey sales at the moment. Yeah. He's no, top. He's top three or something through the moon. So yeah. again, this is the the swift effect. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Basically, didn't they mention that on their podcast as well? Yeah, number one is Travis. I think they were talking about. I think Jason's in the top ten. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. they. I think it was in the UK. Travis was number one, mm. and uh, Jason was number two. Mm. But he, Jason's theory is that he's only number two because everyone thinks that Travis is like they just see Kelsey. <laughs> I think it's the same. Yeah, they just see Kelsey and like, oh, yeah. it must be him. <laughs> yeah, I don't like red. I'd rather the green. Yeah. So yeah. no, no one over there knows about NFL. Yeah. They just see Kelsey. I'm like, oh yeah, that's him. Yeah, <laughs> you hear him saying as well uh, to his missus that you can wear a Kansas City jersey um, for. For today to support Travis, <laughs> and she's like, "No, nah, I'm not doing yeah. that." Like, <laughs> I don't care about my brother-in-law. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. I think oh, she's yeah. a die-hard Eagles fan. Eagles so fan. even yeah. if yeah, Jason yeah. changes teams 
I think she came out saying that she wouldn't wear That's his team. She'll it's wear funny. a Kelsey jersey, but not a um, not a Chase not jersey. A ch- yeah. Funny. He's a funny lad as well. I think he yeah, celebrated that. Overalls, he, 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 he celebrated more than some of the other boys did, so he enjoyed himself. In the, uh, he's in the yeah. old uh, Mexican wrestling uh, yep. Yep. Uh, mask for, for bits yeah. of it. So I guess going back to that whole point, leading to halftime, it really felt like the 49ers were on top of this game. Like you could see the frustrations. They had the lead. Um, they had a 10-point lead at one point as well. Uh, but – I think the 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 Greenlaw injury really changed the game. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. blows his Achilles um, running Crazy. onto the field after they get get the ball back, um, and then from there, uh, if you look, I think it's Burks that replaced him. If you look at Burks's yeah. numbers, he was heavily picked on post yeah. that, and, you know, um, and that really allowed, uh, say, Travis Kelsey to get back into the game um, to get more involved because he hadn't been, and um, it really opened up the middle of that field for them, and uh, you know that really. I think was one of the big deciding points in this game was was that and that allowed the Chiefs, of course, to get some momentum, get the ball back, score some points, and then um, mm. you know essentially take the lead late in the in the fourth quarter before uh, Brock Purdy did a bit of his own own stuff to get him back equal uh, before um, uh, you know the overtime. Uh, just for like a, maybe some of our more casual NFL mm. uh, fans uh, that are listening. Mm-hmm. Dre Greenlaw was a top 100 player uh, mm-hmm. in the NFL last year. So that's quite a, uh, an exclusive club. Uh, and then uh, when he goes out, Oren Burks is handy, uh, but he's not of the same uh, yeah. cut from the same cloth. Yeah. Uh, they also have arguably the best middle linebacker in the NFL with Fred Warner, who yeah. was doing the job on Kelsey. But you lose his his running mate in uh, in Greenlaw, and it was it was big shoes to fill. Yeah, I think uh, I saw something like he had a hundred percent perfect pass rating at him, and gave up like one hundred and forty yards and a bunch of catches. So, yeah, the. Yeah, you know, it's a it's a big loss to lose one of your starting guys that had been there for for a long time, and you know he was he's one of the big energy dudes as well. Like mm. uh, a few of their early hits on um, uh, Pacheco kind of like really set the tone, and they were really they mm. were really up for this game. Mm. Like, yeah. um, they didn't sl- start slow at all like they had previously um, to the Lions, I think, um, yeah. if I remember correctly. Yeah, they did. Yeah, so the, you know they they were really up and, and keen for this game. Um, yeah, I think it's just unfortunate and yeah. Chiefs just did what the Chiefs are going to do. They come back and um, dominate the second half to get the win. What about the field goal records? So mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Moody went out and kicked the 55 longest. 55 yeah, to, to get the record. And then, and then Bucker took it off him. Took it off him. He kicked a 57-yarder. So, you know, I guess give, give the kickers a bit of love in the Super Bowl but mm. setting Super Bowl records for, for long field goals uh, was pretty impressive. Um is that uh, three times that Kyle Shanahan's had a 10-point lead yep. in, the, and, uh, in the Super Bowl? In the Super Bowl and lost. Uh, he's 0-4 against Andy Reid. <laughs> yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, he's, you know, questions about, you know, can he win, win big games? And mm. he says, his quote, exact quote was, well, we won big games to get there. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the, it, it is, I guess, fair. His records have been pretty good. The, just, you know, Patrick Mahomes, they ran into the best current quarterback playing in the NFL. So, um and you know, for a team that arguably was probably not a great Kansas City teams compared to their previous ones, yeah. probably defensively yep. better, yeah, defense- which is what kept them in this game. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah they, he, they kept him in the game and then he could do his job when he needed to and um, got them the win. 
Remember uh, in our Super Bowl preview, and I was like, their defense is is better. Their secondary mm. is elite with McDuffie mm. and mm-hmm. Snead. And Snead, that. yep. Uh, and really, those guys sh- shut down the the receiving options yeah. for the 49ers. Uh, and, uh, you know, obviously all the credit's got to go to Mahomes, Kelsey, Reid, et cetera. Uh, but uh, a big shout-out to uh, to that Kansas City defense. Yep. Yep. Oh, yeah. Well, well they held them to – so going into the overtime, uh, they flipped the coin. Um, 49ers win. Elect to receive the ball, mm. uh, yep. go down, kick a field goal. Um, of course, the Chiefs then respond, kick, uh, go and score a touchdown and win the game. Uh, what were your thoughts on the psychology, I guess, in the coin toss with the new rules that both teams would each get a possession irrespective if they scored a touchdown or not? Um, it's – I'm kind of trying to wrap my head around um, what the thoughts was with the Kansas City Chiefs guys because they were all like celebrating the fact that 49ers didn't want the ball first. Mm. Mm. Um, because you know, like I, I get the idea of you know what they've scored, you can chase it. Chasing's uh, also good, but then on the flip side, having already scored a touchdown is like you're putting pressure on the other team to also repeat. Kind of to me is it's still even. I don't think there's such a significant benefit from going second. Well, they've obviously done their analytics and they've done the way that they like to look at it. Yeah. It's huge because you say you put the pressure on them if you score seven. Yeah. If you score yeah. three, three, it's the other way then, around. Well, then they know. We got it. We've got we to drive. To We've to got to drive. But there's still yeah. the pressure there. You still got there's to. There's still pressure, and they had to convert on fourth, fourth the, down. Down play against a good, you know, best defense in the league. 100. So. They still had to go out there and execute. Yeah. But yeah. I think that they had in their mind that they'd rather chase. And the cricket yeah. analogy is is a, a good one here for any Aussie listeners. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We only. Ch- uh, chase now essentially mm-hmm. in T20 internationals. Yep. There's a lot of teams that uh, are liking that in cricket, knowing what's on the board, yep. and then you know how hard you have to go. Yep. Uh, mm-hmm. So you can see in Paddy Mahomes' face when he's out there for the coin flip and they chose to take the ball, his face lit up. Like yep. He was like, oh, yep. shit, like that's that's what we want. If our defense can make a stand. Yeah, and, that's it. And again, that back to that killer mentality, like I just had the, feel like, I just had the feeling when this went to overtime, I'm like, Mahomes, Chiefs, that like, yeah, yeah, I, uh, you, like, you, just had that, you, you just had that feeling. Yeah. This is when <laughs> yeah. well, this this is, is, the script's in. Like we've seen, <laughs> yeah, yeah they're, gonna, is, they're gonna they're gonna win. This is when this is when guys start separating themselves from our oh, great football players yeah. to yeah, go conversation yeah. kind of stuff. And, I've, but I, also trusting your own team as well. Like, yeah, hundred percent. No, the defense is gonna go, gotta out, go there out there, and you gotta you gotta yep. make a stop. But if you don't make the stop, then it's on us. Yeah. Whereas yeah. it used to be like, fuck, like this is in our defense's hand. I, I may not get the ball back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah that's it. You well, know? I think the overtime rule is good. I think the US media probably beat up the fact that the 49ers did, did elect to receive mm. more than they probably needed to. Yeah. Because um, like well, they didn't lose the game because they won the – Pick the you know pick to receive. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think the problem. I think they lost the game because they kicked a field goal to try and push to potentially uh, get seven. But well, they lost the game because the one got, what, one hand got, yeah. got you know an, an extra point gets blocked and you know that's that too. Essentially yeah, goes down to that so, as well too. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot a lot more moments that go into losing a game than the mm. coin toss. Yeah. Right? I think the US media blew that out of the proportions a little bit. Yeah, well, I think the main thing around what came out with the media was. Um, the 49ers said that they didn't have any meetings around overtime rules. Yeah. Um, so it was less about the actual overtime but more like – the preparation. The preparation, yeah. yeah. Right. And on the flip side, the Kansas City said, oh, we spent – you know, we had meetings all week about it, what we were going to do and make any decisions and stuff like that. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> Just uh, quickly, do you like the rule? Do you like it? Like yeah, I, I, 100%. Yeah. yeah. I, I yeah. hate the rule. Rudder replies. Where, you know, yeah. like you see Paddy Mahomes go down, score a touchdown, Josh Allen's on the sideline. 
Sokum because yep. it's like I didn't get a, a yeah, chance. Didn't to, get a chance. Yeah. It's very, it's very much the college rules. And um, if you remember, if it was a Bose State and Oklahoma, I think mm-hmm. Adrian Peterson, where they they had that they they're all slightly different. But this the is, idea, this is going back. Yeah. yeah, but the the idea is you you get the ball, you have to you have to set something in the series, mm. and the other team. Mm. Has to res- respond, mm. and then if they respond, you have to respond. Then you go back and forth, back and forth. Of course, I think they start from like the thirty or forty in that game, and um, you know, have you know, punching it in the end zone to get touchdowns, uh, whereas mm. this is full drives. But it has the same kind of thing. You, you have to drive down the field, score, and then the other team has to drive down the field, score. If they do, you just keep going until there's a winner. So, yeah, I think it's a a, a pretty good kind of rule. I like it. You get you get the opportunity. Yeah, exactly. You're not mm. going to get knocked out on the sideline. Yeah, which we've seen yep. time time yeah. again with whether it was Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes or you know any of those big names. You win the coin toss and they're getting the ball. You know you're fucked. D- defense is tired. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's harder to defend in in the fifth quarter of yeah. football than it is in the first. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, you got some jersey sales stuff there. Uh, yes, but I think this may just be. S jersey sales because uh, okay. it kind of goes against what we we're saying. They've got CMC as one. They've got CMC yeah. as one. Yeah, but Jason Kelsey um, is high. Jason yeah. Kelsey is high. Wow, uh, consistently high as well. Um, Jalen Hurts um, had the highest. Uh, was the number one selling jersey for most of the season. Mm. Um, when the new oh, when Taylor Swift went to Travis's first, first or the Chiefs' first game, um, he got bumped up to number three in jersey sales. Is the effect right there? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Conference finals, he was the fourth highest. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So Trav was four, and Jason Kelsey was three. Am I reading that right? Yes. Um, in, so in the Ma- conference finals. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, during the Mah- season. That's Mahomes three. Mahomes three. Oh, sorry, Kelsey yeah. four. Uh, Travis Kelsey four. Yep. And Jason Kelsey top 10. Yeah. That's it. Um, Michael probably- Parsons had a good stint yeah. up there as well in terms of jersey sales. Until the Cowboys last. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That drops off very quickly. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Rogers as well. Look at the Rogers. <laughs> preseason four, four week one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, Aiden Hutchinson towards the end of the back, back end of yeah, the season yeah. with um, Lions getting to, into the uh, playoffs was mm-hmm. he saw a spike in jersey sales as well. It's crazy look at the business side of things, hey. Yeah, and just how little things affect uh, mm. affect jersey sales. Yeah. Winning games, losing games. That's it. Yeah, yeah. CJ Stroud. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, jersey sales going into finals. Winning as well. fixes everything. Mm. <laughs> Funny that. Um, average length of Patrick Mahomes touchdown passes. Getting shorter and shorter and shorter. Yeah, this year was under four yards. Um, in comparison to like his rookie year with 2019, 17.3. It just kind of shows that they've, uh, and I guess, you know, with Tyreek. I, I was going to say, I reckon there's one <laughs> huge you can factor see, here. Yeah. You can see when that drops yeah, off. They're, they're, <laughs> yeah, they've changed, and credit to the Chiefs, they've changed how they, they run their offense essentially um, yeah. and, you know, give Mahomes um, – Shorter fields and don't have to take deep shots all the time mm. um, to be able to win games. So, uh, yeah, I think it's just a, a growth in the team and the, what they what they're capable of. So, yeah, maybe that's a bit of bit of what teams could do: take away the underneath stuff and force them to go a bit more deeper. Where does it rank for you in terms of Super Bowls that you've that you've witnessed? Oh, a, I think it was a pretty good one. Um, it's no, not as good as 2015, but um, well, you're a Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, to, to try but for recent memory, like yeah, I've, yeah, it, it was the two teams the, no one wanted in there. Um, 
<laughs> out of you know the previous four essentially. That is true. Um, true. But yeah, they put on a good good show and good spectacle. Usher was solid at, at, yeah, at halftime. <laughs> not one of the best shows, no, but certainly not bad. No, it was, yeah, it was somewhere a, in the middle. It was it was there. It was mid. It was 100 percent what it was. It was so, the only problem with that is uh, LA sort of set the benchmark. Oh, with, yeah. Yeah. Good luck beating yeah, that. You yeah. can't. That sort of taints every other. I, I, um, I feel like the every role. every rapper in the in the <laughs> hall, hall of fame of rap yeah. is there. Well, on that point, like I think the best part of the segment was when Luda comes out, and then mm. it's Luda and Usher. Like <laughs> it's like you need more Luda in this in this, in this show. That's for sure. Uh, what else yeah. did I want to say around that? Oh, mm. uh, the nostalgia of uh, mm. 08 yep. to 2010. Yep. Oh, Alicia Keys <laughs> coming <laughs> out as well. Yeah, yes, well, yeah. for any Canberrans, uh, Moose. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I was like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> I'm yeah. 19, I'm sipping on a Canadian yeah, yeah. club. It, co- <laughs> it cost $3. <laughs> <laughs> scenes. That's it. Yeah, um, or missing scenes, perhaps. No, yeah. You, you I touched on it before, like it having it going to overtime, sort of being that low, lower scoring sort of Super Bowl and – Past couple of years, made it. Yeah, it was a very competitive game to watch. I think um, good storyline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the, the thing that maybe you can't argue that it's it's one of the best Super Bowls of all time is we've seen so many good Super Bowls, especially in recent memory. Like last mm-hmm. year with the shootout, thirty eight, thirty five. That yep. was sick. <laughs> yeah. Rams beating the Bengals was a good one. Um, yep. Then there was a, a few where the game was sort of decided leading into the the, the end of it. The high scoring yep. Philly special, you know, mm-hmm. big dick. Nick yep. Foles goes out and beats <laughs> beats TB12. The 28-3 comeback um, the year yep. before. Like we've had so many good Super Bowls, especially yeah, in recent in memory. You did just glaze well. over TV yeah. doing it without Belichick. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. But in terms of a game, like that's where I'm saying, yeah. you know, the, but, but the, the game was done essentially. It was. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah leading true, into true, the, true. the yeah. But Tom there. Brady dominating um, – uh, Kansas City, like Patty Mahomes, I think was a was a great thing to you know, see. Well, I guess to finish off his career as well. Great, like there's been a lot of really good storylines as well. Mm. Uh, where do you think Patty Mahomes is career wise? Yeah, well, talk about well, he, he's, 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 starting, he's already the goat. Yeah. Name the goat. I don't see what universe he's the goat yeah. uh, now. Now yeah. it's the tra- trajectory. <laughs> well, that yeah. And if, if time is, you know, yeah. we're in space time continuum, and yeah, maybe. Technically, there is a universe where he is the goat, and it's in ten years' time. time yeah. Sure, we can have that chat in ten years' time. Get Neil, my De- Neil deGrasse machine. Tyson can come on and explain it to us, and yeah. how fucking time is relative and all that yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right now, the year's two thousand twenty-four. Patrick Mahomes is not the goat. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. You can't. There's no argument that makes sense. Yeah. He it's might be the most talented quarterback that's ever played. Yeah. Like he, in terms he, of in terms of physical, he's definitely the best quarterback in the league and now. game managing yep. and. Clutch performance, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. can argue that. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm a winner. How can you argue that well, he's the goat ahead of TV yeah. 12? TV 12, yeah. I'm just, even Joe Montana, like he's, he's still got two more Super Bowls to get on, on his level. So, yeah. And, uh, and are you going off projections and you hit the nail on the head? Do you know how hard it is to win one of these things? Yeah, he's got to win four more. He's got to win four more. And uh, okay, say he wins five, you can start having the conversation, yeah. I yeah. think. I think Brady's still probably, you know, uh, if it's just a, a ring off. You know, yeah. and the fact that he was able to do it without Belichick in his fucking mid forties. Well, that yeah, that's that's a cavity because you, you go well. Mahomes has to; he's already done it with Andy Reid. Andy Reid's an excellent head coach. Can he do it without Andy Reid? You have the same kind of conversations, but then you also look at the comparable record. You know, Patrick Mahomes could have two more Super Bowls 
if it wasn't for Tom Brady. Yeah, <laughs> Tom Brady is, is, is Eli Manning to Mahomes <laughs> that he was yeah. for himself. Yeah, exactly. Something like that. Yes, yes. He, he's what he's talking about. <laughs> Yep. So, so, yeah. so, and right I think Patty, now, Patty said it was like, even if I get there, like I still feel like it was Tom because you know when we competed, he 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 beat me. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, uh, you know, our teams, you know, our, our team lost to his team. Um, yeah, they were just. I remember us. who was saying it during the week, but it's also the argument that the games changed. So Tom Brady played yeah. at the level where quarterbacks were still getting absolutely smashed, whereas Patrick Mahomes are now yeah. a part of that protected. But again, league. having said that, they played against each they other did. at the yep. same time <laughs> and he still beat him in the Super Bowl. So, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so like, uh, yes, there is definitely in the early noughties, like is a different different NFL to what we have now. But yeah. his career was that long. Like, you know, he's had three Hall of Fame careers essentially yep. in, in his career. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, yeah, he was just – he played with all these guys. He beat all the best. Beat them all. Beat every mm. team that I think there was in the league. So, um, yeah, I, I, I don't think um, you can say Patrick Mahomes is the goat now. Uh, now, like, mm. I just yeah, say, in ten I, years I time, if he wins four more Super Bowls, yeah, let's yeah. have that conversation. But yeah. till that point, he's got a long way to and go. And I don't think necessarily has to win seven. You know, like I, it's the main statistic. It looks mm, important. Yeah, it, it is. It is win, important. Pass what, yards, touchdowns. Well, what like, if he throws for a hundred more? Passing touchdowns and has ten thousand more, more passing yards. It'd still be less than Tom Brady. So, <laughs> no, more than Tom Brady. I wouldn't have to play till he's fifty to do that. Yeah. So, well, it's, yeah, it's like <laughs> that's not going to happen. That, that's the hard thing. You got to yeah. play into your forties to be able to get to continue yeah. on that level. Mm. You got to remember, you know, Tom Brady played in what? Are you, how many Super Bowls did he played in total? Ten. Uh, he, two, he, two, he lost three. Yeah. Lost three. So yeah, yeah played. He played. Lost to the Giants twice and the Eagles once. Just ten Super Bowls. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that in itself is nuts. That's yeah. that's almost half his career we ended in a Super Bowl. Yeah. Like it's yeah. such yeah. a hard thing to do. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we looked at his like career stats and how often he made it just to the playoffs. Yeah. Let mm. alone to like championship games. And yeah, they were division champs like, every wild. year. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's it's wild. Like. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it's not even a conversation at present. Nah. No. And that's I'm not. Yeah. At we're, not we're not talking LeBron and MJ. Like that's it's yeah. That's they're not on that comparable yet. No, you yeah. can't. And the, I was saying people as well that like oh Brady's um, MJ and yeah. and Mahomes is LeBron, and I'm like oh, no, like the gap is still way too big. It's very significant at yeah. this point. Like yeah, at this point in the career, they're very similar. Yeah, that's right. If you want to go 28 year old Brady to 28 year old, they both Mahomes. won three Super Bowls. They both Shops. scored roughly yeah. the same amount of touchdowns and yeah. positive. like they are very comparable. Yes, he's on the right tra- trajectory, but it's still really fucking hard to win a <laughs> win four one Super Bowls. Yeah, to win one more is going to be really <laughs> yeah. difficult. So we'll yeah. see. You know, they're talking about three Pete. They want to do the three Pete. They all want to come back and try it. Yeah, hasn't yep. been done. I think the 49ers went really close. Um, back in the nineties, but uh, yeah, outside of that, I don't think anyone's won three in a row. I know Buffalo yeah. lost four in a row. Yes, <laughs> I've got it here. No, I don't think anyone's done three in a row. There's lots of twos. Yeah, lot, lots of twos. This was the first. This was the first two since uh, since the, the Pats in 0304. Yeah, and then Denver, of course, in yeah, the nineties, right. and the 49ers as well in the nineties, mm. and then the Cowboys. I Cowboys ninety two, ninety three. Yeah, so 49ers, 89, 88. Yeah, no team has ever gotten three in a row. Steelers did it in the in the seventies, and yeah. they did it twice in the seventies. Yeah. Dolphins did it early seventies. Yeah. So plenty of teams have done it twice. Packers the first two Super Bowls, uh, yeah. but yeah, three three has not been done. Yeah. Back to our point, it's really fucking hard to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> really hard. Everyone's chasing you. Everyone wants what you've got. 
deals all you guys, etc. You know, like Chris Jones could be um, yeah. out of the contract on the move. Sneed's out of contract mm. on the move. Like that defense could be completely different. And you look at even the team from 2019 to 2023, there's only a handful of guys that were mm-hmm. in that that first one. Mm-hmm. Obviously, uh, when you've got Mahomes, Kels, uh, Chris Jones, I think, was on that one too. Uh, pretty pretty solid start. Yep. yep. All right. Uh, that'll do us for NFL-specific stuff. There's, uh, <laughs> EA's announced that they're going to do a college football game for the first time in ages. Yeah, been, been yeah. rumours that they were going to do and had at the Super Bowl. That didn't happen. Mm. Um, there's... Fucking lots of Temu ads in the Super Bowl. They paid lots of money. Um, but, yeah, they did uh, about a week after. They dropped the trailer for EA College Football 2025. So not this year but next year. Um, yep. So, yeah, they're going to have a college football game. Um, unsure who will be on the cover. Mm. Some talk about maybe Nick Saban as a uh, as coach a, on there. Yeah, as interesting. You know, I guess as oh, one, yeah. uh, one of the biggest faces in college football. Mm, yep. he, he, he's one of them, so... Yeah, um, but yeah, if you're into into Madden and well, you in, remember all the old um, NCAA games that was um, from yeah, yeah. yesteryear, which were really really good. Um, it's coming back. Yep. So the last one was NCAA football two, uh, 14. 14. Uh, ten years. Yeah, yeah twenty fourteen. And some of that has to do with rules changing for player likeness and yeah, them being able to make really money off their own yeah, likeness. Yeah. yeah. I've, yeah, I think there was a you know the deal for all that um, legally with the EA and NCAA kind of all fell apart and all with the, the money and things like that. Reggie mm. Bush's Heisman, etc. So mm-hmm. uh, a lot of that stuff changed um, in the rules. So it was a bit hard to do. Different times, for sure. Yeah, yeah. That'll do us for American football. It's probably the last that we talk about it up until the draft. Yeah, uh, well, combine next week. Yeah. Actually, uh, we might want to talk about uh, combine a little uh, bit. F- well, free yeah. agency two weeks after that, middle yep. of March. Yeah. And then <laughs> draft is the end of April. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah so still probably got some stuff to talk about. Yeah, so I'm already, we'll certainly talk about the combine. Yeah, I'm already then, deep in my uh, QB analysis. I can't complete that during the week. So and we'll, we might good. do a draft show again this year. Yeah, yeah. Q- QB... Uh, class, yeah, probably the best that I've looked at in the last five years. Like any of those dudes, I think any of the six could be in the first round, and yep. I think is all very serviceable, serviceable for a starter for a team. So. Yeah, well, it could go. Yeah, it's very, very interesting. Depending on what the Bears do, could go quarterback, quarterback, quarterback. Yeah, and you know, could be trades. The Falcons, mm. Um, mm-hmm. Raiders are all in the talk. You know, if if Williams goes one, what are the, what happens to Fields? Yep, lots of spots for him. Yep, um, you know, if Denver's Sick of Wilson, is this, where does Wilson go? And then what is Denver going to do? Are they going to look at quarterback as well? So, mm. yeah, mm. You know, there's a lot, lot of lot of stuff to happen in the quarterback. Mm-hmm. I think there'll be a lot. Go, I think all six should go in the first round. Um, Penix is probably the only question mark. If his knees are fucked, or knee is fucked, um, will he slide into like a second rounder? McCarthy first round? Yeah. I think so, yeah. yeah. I reckon so too. Yeah, he didn't. He wasn't asked to do, to do a lot of Michigan, but mm. – um, mm. Passes he through like he he's so well coached, yeah. Which is my probably one concern with him that you can tell that you know um, Harbaugh has really got the best out of him. His mechanics is like picture perfect. Mm. He's really yep. really fucking well coached. So you're just like, uh, is there improvement there? Yeah. And you'd, you'd you'd think so. Um, being he's not, he's the youngest quarterback as well out yeah. of those, those six. He's 21. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you could get him on that five year deal and he'd still be 26 by the end of it. Yeah. So yep. yeah, you're like you're. He's definitely value in there. He's got a really pretty ball. He's got great arm strength, um, and he was he was better he was better than I thought he'd be. Yeah, watching mm. him. So yeah, I could definitely see him. Uh, I think he's flying up the boards, and uh, it'll be interesting. Come combine time um, when they get some of those measurables, um, 
yeah, what they looks like. He's, I think he's also super lean. Like, yeah, you know, a lot yeah. of them, a lot of them have uh, still the boy's body. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. once they go pro, they'll become men, etc. Um, Seen um, Tom Brady's uh, draft uh, yeah. combine picture. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he looks like a dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he had a dad body. The opposite, but yeah, but, you know, they they just look, they look young, boy fat. You know, you know, you know still a little bit pudgy. Um, wait until they get in a NFL weight weight room, and um, you know. Kind of, you know, take Josh Allen, what he became. Yeah. Yeah, you can see, you know, that's what you want to see, their growth there. So I've been pretty impressed um, with this class so far. A lot of really good talent there. Sweet. Uh, we'll talk combine, uh, free agency, and then the big one in April. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Super keen. Horny. 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 <laughs> Let's talk some NBA. NBA. Curry. Curry sets, fires, puts it up. Bang! NBA All-Star Weekend, uh, they had the fancy light-up court. Uh, dunk contest, a little underwhelming, I think, on years past. Mac McClung goes back-to-back, back, uh, showing that uh, – I, I was about to call him short. He's, I think he's six foot two. I think he's, <laughs> yeah. he's still a reasonable yeah. height. I don't, I don't think he was expecting to face um, Jalen Brown in the final either. So mm. it was a bit of an interesting thing in that one. Did you like the dunk going over Shaq? Yes, oh, of course. Sick. It's, still, it's still sick. Like, yeah. you, you know – but, you know, Jalen Brown trying to jump over a dude sitting on a chair was meh as a comparison. <laughs> Have you seen Bill Gates trying to jump <laughs> yeah, over a chair? Yeah, yeah. True, true. <laughs> true. Yeah. Uh, I've seen a lot, of, a lot of comments. Electric. <laughs> yeah, I've seen a lot of comments. It was like the, the dunk contest died when LeBron turned it down. So, yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. Come on, LeBron, just do, ne- do one next year. <laughs> Could you imagine? Yeah. It, it, him, and Bro- him versus Bronny. Pretty, oh, yeah, there you go. Mm. Well, uh, interesting matchups. Like, it, yeah. you know, they they had some fun. Like Sabrina, um, what's E-N-S- 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 I think. Yeah, you know, ju- during the weeks leading up to it, it was like, hey, I'll give me a shoot off against Steph Curry, and we'll see what happens. Curry's like, yeah. fuck yeah, let's do it. Yeah, and you yeah. know, that was one of the more cooler events cool. things that yeah. they did. So, and dude, she did herself absolutely no disservice yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. Lost to Steph Curry. Oh, uh, what a loser! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like she she got the same that. That so Dame got. So Dame won the three-point contest mm. that Curry didn't participate in, scored mm. 26, yeah. and then she went out and got 26 herself. And she was shooting from the male line as well. Yep, shooting yep. the, shooting so the NBA fur- three-pointers. Further than and like your mechanics and how that's going to mm-hmm. throw everything mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Like that's – I don't know how much she, she's practised yeah. there shooting from, from a longer three-point line. It's yeah. insane. And it's so sick for, for girls, you know, of right. any sport, but particularly for, for girls um, uh, that are playing basketball to see that Definitely. go – Wow, yeah. like she's holding her own out there yeah. against uh, against the the goat of three point shooting. Yeah, well, it put the pressure on, and Curry said it like it put the pressure on. I had Would to play form, and he got twenty nine. So yeah, like he had, you know, he's just like fuck. I'm the best that? shooter. I got to stick to, yeah. got to stick to my guns. So, that, yeah. That's pressure there. Yeah, yeah. So you know, it was pretty impressive. Um, Curry, I think can't deny that he's the best three point shooter in the game. But I think e- Dame, ever. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think Dame. Uh, my steal the long range, like from from the logo. He's got a few um, logo threes in this mm. uh, All Star game, so you know he might have him in the in the long game. But yeah, it was, um, you know, it was fun, but you know, gimmicky. I think still the main thing. And then when you get to the actual All Star game, I I think the three point contest is the best thing. Yeah, from yeah. the from the from the whole yeah. weekend. Yeah, the All Star game, no defense, four hundred, almost four hundred. No, yeah. It was 400 points. Well, did they get 400 yeah. points in between? Yeah, it was 211 to 190 something. So, yeah, 400 points in a All Star game. There was no defense to be seen mm. anywhere. Um, 
And yeah, there was so much silly shit as well. I think Luca had eight points or something. Uh, he was just trying to shoot baskets from dumb areas. Um, but I don't know. There were some reports that a few – I can't remember the exact guys. There's a few old heads. Maybe Larry Bird was one of them because they know he was there. Um, you know, talked to both teams before the game. Like we need competition. We need it to be um, – you know, you need to have some level of defense. Otherwise, they're not going to keep doing it because it's going to be a shit show and – the viewing is, is horrible. Yeah. They, uh, and you know what? They didn't really take it. They were just like, yeah, we're just going to go out there, have have, a, have fun. Well, it's the it's the big men side of things. When there's yeah. no defense, watching paint basketball is – Yeah. It sucks. Watching Joker just fuck around. Is, yeah. I guess it's funny, but it's – yeah, it sucks. Yeah. It's, not, it's not basketball. It's, I, guess, I think you know. it's – the paint stuff is boring. Like three-point shooting, okay, it's – not too bad, yeah. but yeah, it's it's a, it's a bit gimmicky. It wasn't quite four hundred points. It was three ninety seven. There you go. So, <laughs> but that that was the highest scoring of all time. Yeah, I think I think yeah. the the main the, the big thing I took away from I can't remember who said it and what the quote was, um, but he basically said that you know these guys play harder in pickup games, um, in, you know, back home. Hundred percent. Yeah, uh, yeah. they just show up and like guys playing basketball, they they jump in a pickup game and. You know they go way harder than they would in this. So, yeah. Which, yeah. How how do they revitalize it? Because obviously these guys, when they're on fifty million dollars a year, you don't want to get hurt playing a game that essentially means nothing. No. Yeah. Seeing it in the NFL, them you know getting rid of the pro, the contact pro bowl and just going to flag football. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do in American sports they how how do they get intrigue in these all star games? Or should they just name it name the all stars and then fucking that's it? Yeah, like a. I guess the I don't mind what the NFL's doing to take like a celebration kind of angle to it. I think flag football being an Olympic sport mm-hmm. will potentially help the Pro Bowl long term. Mm. It's not gonna help it short term. Like, you know, you've got your best guys playing you know, equivalent of flag football. And it was a pretty um I know, used interesting. To watch, I used to watch it every year. Yeah, I think the like the Pro Bowl or what it was, you know, seeing Sean Taylor light up Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Mormon, <laughs> yeah, it's the kind of, you know they're the kind of things you look for, but you know you yeah. you don't get that anymore. And I think and with you know, football concussions and head and um, you know well injuries in general from the contact yeah, sport. Like I get the flag football, and it still I think was pretty cool. Viewership yeah. numbers were down, and like people are just aren't interested in that because they want hard football. Mm. Um, yeah. But I can see long term that maybe that'll work out. I think they need to add more cool events. Um, that they missed out like longer pass, for, fastest wide receiver, some shit like that. You didn't like the long yeah. snaps uh, trying to get it in the in the hole. Well, I didn't because they are centers who weren't long snappers <laughs> to try and do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not there. The, uh, yeah, none of those guys were actual long snappers. I think Jason Kelsey got zero. Yes, exactly. Well, he Kelsey did also try to get the highest point number in his, enti- yeah. in his entire time. So yeah, um, but yeah, they're not like long snappers that are equivalent trying yeah. to do that. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think, yeah, it's. I think there's just too much money in the NFL and in the NBA. That's, that's for, the problem. Now. They have to do something. Is just yeah. yeah. What did you turn it into? So yeah. like skills events, like where the, there's no danger. I think is yeah. fun. Mm. But yeah, whether whether they turn this into like a horse game instead. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and it's literally the all stars and they're playing horse. Or yeah, they're yeah. doing something or three on three. Like uh, I don't know something something different yeah. and. Maybe a three-on-three tournament, like fuck, I don't know. Something that's a bit more fun. Again, three-on-three, if there's no defense, I don't see how it's it's going to be entertaining to watch. But it's certainly 
year by year becoming less and less intriguing. Uh, yeah. I agree. Agree. What if you had players playing out of position? <laughs> well, they were essentially. They were just how, fucking around. And yeah. yeah. How do you enforce? Well, yeah. NBA. Yeah, 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 yeah. And how do you enforce it? Yeah. In the yeah. NBA. Oh, in the NBA. Yeah. I was yeah thinking more. Oh, I was thinking NFL. back to the NFL. Yeah. Well, we're, we're trying to reduce injuries. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think they did. Patty like, Mahomes, you're lining up. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're lining up at, like, uh, at receiver. Yeah. With yeah. that, like. I think of, they had fun in the flag football. Like I can't. Yeah. Remember, I think you know some of the defensive guys switch sides and you know they play. Oh yeah. You'd always have a bit of that. Yeah, a bit of fun, but having like a lineman thinking that they can play. They play quarterback or something like that. And <laughs> Again, I don't know how that makes it more interesting to watch. Yeah. Oh, it'd be, no idea. It'd be funny, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's like the cel- the celebrity game in the NBA. Yeah. That is yeah, horrible. Yeah. Like, that is <laughs> so bad. Well, it's fun watching Miles Garrett dunking on falls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a big or, fucking or, unit. Or if they make it celebrities, but everyone's yeah. an athlete. You know, it's all cross-sport <laughs> yeah. kind of athletes or guys that a- actually yeah. have some kind of athletic talent. Yeah. Like. Streamers like Kai Komet, like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, he, he's a big draw card, but he's he's not a basketball player or anything. Fuck no. Yeah. yeah, he showed. Um, Might as well have us there. Yeah, he's showing Shannon Sharp like he had his own little highlight reel, and he but it, they, he picked it up on him. He was playing against like um, high school kids, like they were 12, 13 year olds. <laughs> <laughs> They're all shorter. They're, They're like, bro, what are you doing? He's like, come on, they can hoop. He's like, brother, what? <laughs> They're Twelve. Yeah, and he's not a big dude by any uh, any imagination. But yeah, it's uh, just getting getting clowned on. Yeah. Speaking of three peats, and it's hard to do. Uh, there's been a few three peats in the three point contest. Mm-hmm. Larry Bird mm-hmm. and Craig Hodges did it back in the eighties and nineties. Dame now back to back. I assume he goes around next year. Maybe there's a little bit of yeah. uh, intrigue around that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thoughts on the court? Uh, the light up court. It's again. It's a function of the 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 times that we're living in, yeah. uh, and they're trying to. Did they use the, cool. the 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 three the AEI thing they were going to do, where they could like yeah. highlight players and the potential plays they were going to run? I think they not, they not live. You could. They, they were planning to do it live. Yeah, I, I reckon um, they probably canned it considering they weren't running any plays. It'd be yeah, too fast paced yeah, to try I, and predict some of that lot, stuff. No, it's it's pretty good. Like they would highlight the play right. with the ball and potential like um, patterns because you, you, you know, AI is yeah really yeah. pattern awareness is it's a good thing. And if you're running plays over and over again, like in situations, it can figure out like mm-hmm. these are the most likely things they're going to do in this situation where yeah. his outs would be. Um, so they were showing a bit of that leading into it, like yeah. they're going to use it yeah. um, and how it attracts the players and where and potential, you know, lanes and that. But considering how a bit of a shit show the game was, I can see why they potentially didn't use it. Nah, and mm. they had it running for the dunk contest, but that just sort of like as they ran, like yeah. it sort of did like a trail kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, like a fire trail. Yeah, fire sort yeah of thing. exactly. Yeah. Uh, but through the game, no. And yeah. in fact, it was nicer on my eyes than the uh, playing tournament uh, yeah. <laughs> courts, which <laughs> were abusing my eyes and their yep. ability to see the ball. Yeah. I think, yeah, it's cool. Again, it's just completely gimmicky. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know how it is to play on. Um, for the players, but yeah, interesting. It'd be interesting to see um, yep. uh, how how they try to keep intrigue and what their viewership numbers are like. I agree. Mm. Shout out to Sabrina; she's the star of the weekend, I reckon. Mm-hmm. Definitely. All right, let's uh, let's bring it back to Oz. We'll talk a little bit of cricket. One of the crazier finishes in a T20 game uh, in recent memory happened last night with uh, Tim David hitting the winning runs off the last ball. Australia needed four off the last ball. He picked the gap 
uh, uh, down at deep midwicket to get the win uh, in the first of three T20s. Uh, tell you what, they did it the hard way. Uh, Ravindra um, is an absolute uh, mm-hmm. superstar in the making, uh, and uh, Conway at the top of the order. Uh, they look pretty handy, the the Black Caps uh, in the short format and uh, will definitely be a smoky leading into the T20 World Cup. What do we think of the game? Oh, I don't think it was a good game of cricket. Like New Zealand came to play. They benefited playing in the smaller grounds that they uh, can hit the ball around a fair bit. And uh, I think Australia, not lucky, but um, I think they probably could have done more with the ball um, and uh, I think you know, batted really well too. Escape with this win. Bit of luck, I think. It, yeah. yeah, there was it involved. Um, uh, they Australia didn't bowl well. We had a lot of sundries. I think yeah. we bowled twelve wides, which is just about unheard of. Yep. But yeah, mm. New Zealand dropped catches. Mm-hmm. Uh, they we left our run super late. So yeah, a little yep. bit of luck involved. I know, for win, sure. Yeah. Anytime then, you leave it to the last ball, the win. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you could say there's a bit of luck involved. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I guess credit to Tim David and and the captain Marsh um, for. Uh, putting us in that position there at the end, I think they needed like 40 or f- 15 um, and, yeah, to get them close enough to, to need the, the last couple off the last over was uh, pretty good. Mm. Tim David had 31 off 10 uh, and I think he only had three off Jeez. his first three balls or something. He went absolutely berserk <laughs> and they're, they're certainly, uh, you know, priming him for that that finishing role leading into the, the T20 yep. World Cup. I think yeah. you were saying pre, pre-show pre that his strike rate's up around 200. Over, over his, 200, yeah. yeah over so. his last few games. So uh, really looking like uh, one of the, the world-class finishers. Yeah, because you look at the squad and you're like, he's the question mark. Like, why is he, why is he in there? You know, why is Steve Smith not in the squad? And it's just like, well, this is a reason because <laughs> he, he's, the, he's the new finisher and um, uh, he plays really well in that spot. I think it's going to be interesting going into the World Cup. I don't know if Steve Smith's in our best 11. For a T20? No. No. Nah. Nah, there's I, so many other guys banging down yeah. the wall at the moment. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's his own fault because he doesn't play a lot of T20. The, the yeah, guy, that's like, right. Hey, he's making bulk runs all the time in T20 that he needs to be picked. And he's a, he's a competitor, and he, he obviously he'll want to he'll, he'll be yeah. in the World Cup squad. But yeah, one of I don't know sticks. for him, you know, it, it, if how high it is uh, on yeah. on his on Agreed. his to do list. I'd I'd imagine uh, winning uh, uh, another Ashes and and possibly uh, having a, another World Test Championship um, uh, under the belt uh, might be higher priorities. Yeah, yeah. Mm. My favorite thing from uh, this game and leading up to this game was. Uh, the bison talking about he can't wait to boss around Paddy Cummins um, <laughs> in this. So. And the role <laughs> reversal. Good. Yes. He's pretty good. The the bison, 72, uh, not off 44, hit seven sixes. His form with the bat is immaculate. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to the under-19 men yeah. uh, getting the – Beating India in a tournament. Shock. Yeah, India <laughs> losing a ma- uh, major tournament. Yeah, uh, they, they haven't had a good 12 months, the Elden Years. Yeah, Australia's father of India forever. Clip it. <laughs> Clip it. Uh, interesting. So actually the first time that uh, Australia had won the tournament since 2010. So yep. it's good to see uh, the youth uh, coming through. Uh, and it's going to be interesting to see uh, from that list uh, who ends up uh, going on with it with their careers. So actually I saw a graphic uh, with the MVP from the under-19 mm-hmm. World mm-hmm. Cup uh, since its inception. Uh, not many big names. Josh mm-hmm. Hazelwood. Yep, okay. Uh, was amongst it. But uh, it's a lot of these guys unfortunately seem to peak uh, mm-hmm. young and then and then didn't go on to have huge uh, yeah. test careers. Now that's mm. from the MVP. 
Yep. I'm sure if you went through the, the squads, squad, yeah, the yeah. Guys. every single under 19s team throughout, they littered with, yeah. with test cricket. I remember it's a very hard squad to break into, and there's guys that are yeah. in there for a very long time. That's so. right. And you're only under 19 for a few years. Yep. You know, you're not going to be playing. Uh, at, a, at an elite level until you're 17, 18. Yeah. So you really got a two-year window uh, to, to be in those in those teams. Yeah. Having said that, uh, you know, there's certainly uh, a few names to keep an eye on there. Yeah, definitely. India smacked England mm-hmm, up. Uh, mm-hmm. A huge, huge win. Win uh, by a whole innings. Their, uh, their Basball was dead. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if basketball was ever alive, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Moral victories and things. Yeah, exactly. Just throw the bat yeah. at something and hope for the best. Yashavsi uh, Jaiswal, uh, back-to-back double hundreds for him. Uh, that's two double hundreds in seven tests. Just what, uh, just what we need. Just what we need. <laughs> uh, another elite uh, yeah. Indian yeah. top-order batsman who uh, I think he's only twenty-one. Yeah. Uh, so uh, he's uh, he's doing his uh, his career no harm, uh, scoring bulk runs there. Um, Coley did have a baby, yep. uh, so there's fair bit, of, fair bit of speculation. Uh, around what was going on there, uh, they did a good job of keeping that out of the yeah, prying well, his eyes. His wife's of, a bit of a megastar as of well of the media, so. yeah. So she must have just been pretty much on on house arrest. Uh, yeah, for, well, that's for quite. Some this time. is probably why he hasn't yeah. been playing in the test matches. Mm. And, you know, he couldn't just leave his miss and say, "Hey, I'm going down to play with the boys." Mm. Um, yeah, he's obviously been uh, you know on house arrest himself, just so that they you know, nothing leaks out, nothing. They kept it all quite quiet. Yeah, you know, hopefully uh, there wasn't any any complications or anything leading up to it for the reason for why Coley was mm. Um, mm. not playing. But by, by all accounts, I think he was just um, there to be support his wife um, through the, the end of the pregnancy. Is that Akai? Akai, maybe? Akai, yeah. yeah. A-K-A-A-Y. Diverse cultural interpretations including shining moon in Turkish. What's it in Sanskrit? Bodiless. Bodiless, yeah. Oh, there you go. A little bit of uh, Sanskrit chat here on the Esky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, him, he, like we said last week, uh, well, last podcast, he's out of this series completely. Mm-hmm. Probably don't need him, though. <laughs> the no, way they're playing think, at the moment. I think they're missing him, uh, to be honest. Uh, enjoy the, the newborn stage mm-hmm. there. Virat, and uh, we'll see you down under next year. Can you check the Indian squad for me, Jimmy? Because Boomer is out for this, so they're going to have to bring someone else in. Um, but I think they're a bit banged up, actually. Um, I feel like they're going to have to make three changes to the uh, squad uh-huh. leading into the into the fourth test match, I believe. Because um, yeah, they're a little bit banged mm. up. Did also see um, Richard Pant playing cricket, um, so looks like he's not too far away, which is really good. Uh, and his recovery post the big accident. Yeah, it's yeah. been a while since uh, we've seen him playing cricket. Mm. Uh, so Siraj and Bumrah are the only uh, quick options that they went with and then with the three spinners yes, with yeah. Ashwin, Yadav and Jadeja. Uh, I imagine if Mo Shami's fit, uh, it's mm-hmm. probably straight swap uh, for him. Have you got that squad there? Yet, any any news? Uh, not just yet because it doesn't start to the weekend, so yeah. we won't have yeah, any idea. Just any news any and potential idea. selections? Maybe I'm gonna have a no, sh- no, there's no Shami. Yeah. So uh, Mukesh Kumar um, might be coming in. They've got Washington Sundar, yeah. but obviously not um, a, a pace option or Akshar Patel. So you'd imagine they need to go another quick. Um, so, yeah, I don't know if it's going to be that Kumar as, uh, as a next man up there. Mm. Uh, ben Duckett, you've got to give some credit where credit is due. That was an incredible knock. Uh, yep. Scored half their runs in the first innings, 153 yeah. uh, at a runner ball. 
Uh, but then just no other resistance really yeah. what, what from th- the Poms. What do you think about um, their take on Joe Root? He's being asked to bowl a lot. Yeah, Is it, it affecting his batting? He actually bowled the he, most. He bowled 27 overs Jeez. and opened the bowling. Yeah. Wow. It's a big ask for, you know, your, yeah, your, best, stick. For your yeah. best stick who's batting four and hasn't scored runs or uh, – well, hasn't scored runs to his standard, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. in uh, in recent memory, uh, yeah, it's a huge ask for him. What did he bowl? He bowled twenty seven overs, uh, and then oh, they didn't. They, 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 yeah, they, they didn't go back out. Yeah, I don't know. As also, he's you know bowling spin off a short run up. If it's not oppressively hot, um, it's India, bro. Yeah, it's also winter. <laughs> so, it's so it's oppressively hot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think – India is a big country. It yeah, sort of depends on where they're playing. It depends on where they're playing, yes, I know. Uh, yeah, it is uh, it is a big ask and they, they've only gone with uh, the the um, the two recognised quicks with Anderson and, and Wood and obviously the quicks aren't getting through much work. So I don't know. Um, I think it's it maybe is a testament to their lack of spin depth as well mm-hmm. to, to go with someone. Um, to, to to partner Hartley, they they went with that young Ahmed um, yep. who who bowled without much luck. Uh, so yeah. it's it's nearly the polar opposite of India, who don't have huge quick Quicks, depths, but, but they're you know all the Akshar Patel probably is walked into yep. uh, an England or or even Australian uh, lineup. Hundred percent, yeah. Broken bat. Uh, one apiece uh, leading into the third test. Um, no, it was a two, uh, two, 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 one. two one leading, leading into the fourth, fourth test. Yeah. Deleted a test from my memory there. <laughs> <laughs> haven't, yeah, haven't been following as closely, I must say, over the, this this test, give, just given Super Bowl. And, yeah, there's been a lot going on. Yep. Work and our real jobs, et cetera. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And it's India and England. <laughs> Well, it's it's enthralling. It's yeah, it's, a it's, big, great, it's a beautiful time. Yeah, times uh, in terms yeah. of uh, viewing. You know, it's true. When's that fourth fourth game start? Yeah, is it Sunday? Is uh, it Saturday. Three p.m. tomorrow. Oh, it's tomorrow. Friday. Yeah. Let's go. Let's yeah. go. Uh, and where's that? Uh, Ranchi. Yes, Ranchi. So India looking to uh, wrap up the Test match. Uh, England looking to force a. a Decider, geez, that'd be fun yeah. for it to go to a piece. Yeah, yeah. Have, a, yeah. Have, a, have a fifth test. Yeah, don't think it's likely, but yeah, it would be fun. I agree. Mm. Uh, New Zealand, uh, uh, continue to, to smash this South Africa. You've got a B side, it could even be a South Africa C side. side. Yeah, uh, victim. Kane Williams, very happy. He keeps yeah. scoring centuries. So, <laughs> so well, that's seven in seven tests for Kane Williamson. Uh, he Hasn't scored in he, – he doubled up in one of those. So yep. it's not seven consecutive. There was one in Bangladesh where he didn't turn up. Yep. Uh, and they – they the Saffers actually started okay in this. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a, a Williamson masterclass in the New Zealand second innings. Uh, he now has the most uh, fourth innings t- uh, mm-hmm. hundreds. Yep. Uh, it is equal uh, – who was it equal with? Eunice Khan for memory perhaps. Mm-hmm. But he's got five fourth innings hundreds uh, and he just needs one more to have that outright. So when you talk about making runs when the conditions are hard and your team most needs it, uh, Kane Williamson right up the top there. So has he equaled Smith at 33 or is he still one behind? I think he's equal. I'm going to ask a lot of you amongst – I'll, I'll chase that up now. You, if you monks just bring up the, uh, the his well, last, know, last uh, few knocks. Yeah, I know Steve Smith has got 33 so we just need to know how many Kane's got. List of because of the Fab Four, he's um, very quickly moved up that list. Yeah, most hundreds test cricket. This will give us a good look for everyone. 
he's on 32. So he's one behind. One behind. Yeah. Oh, no, they're equal. Oh, oh, yeah, Smudge and Williamson are, are 32 apiece. Uh, Root is 30. Yeah. Cole is 29. Correct. So certainly a two-horse race for those two in terms of test cricket at the moment. Look at the names ahead of them as well, who they can jump in the incoming years. Yeah, very Cook, Jaiwarna, Lara, Gavaskar, Yunus Khan. All within all two. Th- all within two. Then a bit of a jump up to Dravid and Sangakara and then – who knows if they'll get into the 40s. That might be a tall order um, for, for any of them. If anyone's likely, Smith and, and Williamson, to, yep. to get into the 40 and then you're in the, the real upper echelon. And then obviously mm. uh, no one's catching Tendulkar at 51. Yeah. Cast at 45. Yeah. You wouldn't, you wouldn't think it, but yeah. His numbers, dude, are crazy. crazy. Like when yeah. you had his bowling there, like he he has the one of the best batting um, numbers of all time mm. and then handy – Sort of standalone bowling numbers. So the fact that the the bloke uh, was an all rounder and unanimous best all rounder of all time. But uh, if if he was a just a batsman and just a bowler, um, incredible numbers. Yeah. Finish with uh, well some shield cricket. Mm. Um, you know, with the the boys now heading over to play T Twenty. Um, the Australia Eleven. Some of those guys are now back playing shield cricket. So mm. Cam Green. Uh, got his got a century. Mm-hmm. Uh, quickly took over Cameron Bancroft, who was at the crease a lot longer. But Bancroft mm-hmm. also got another century. Um, so that's, that's seven in eighteen months. Seven in eighteen months. Uh, no one has managed more than four in the exact same period. The argument's got to continue. Like, yeah. what is the shield for? If if yeah. it's meant to be the tryouts yeah. for the Australian team? Mm. Uh, again, we've we've done the topic to death. You can check out the the old videos. Mm. My my feeling was he had literally the runs on the board to, to, to bust into that team. But then who you do, who misses out? Is it Mitch Marsh or is it Cam Grant yeah, or it, someone else? Is and it, exactly. Talent-wise uh, and f- looking towards the future, um, it's pretty hard to leave Cam Grant out. Yeah. Speaking of which, Will Pekoski got his century. How uh, good. Yeah, yeah, good. And, you know, he kind of said it himself, like hopefully this now starts mm. uh, my journey, hopefully back into the Australian team. Mm. Um, still pretty young. He's got plenty of cricket ahead of him if he wants to do that. Mm. Um, and Peter Hanscom as well got a century. So, you know, a lot of those guys there on the fringe, um, <laughs> a lot of centuries in the, in the shield. Uh Typical shield things. They had a lot of, you know, big name Australian guys from the, the you know, even the Australian eleven playing in shield cricket. Zero crowds to the yeah. point it was almost yeah. zero. <laughs> yeah, no it doesn't make a difference. No, yeah. one, that's that's one thing that the Big Bash League has completely killed. And yeah. we talk about yeah. the the in, impact of T Twenty cricket on Test cricket, and luckily Test cricket uh, is is still in most uh, cricket lovers' opinion the the pinnacle of cricket. The shield, on the other hand, is is dead and buried. Yeah. But, you know, like guys like Manus and Ken Green are playing it and he's like, you turn out for those guys playing in the RPL but in a Shield game, eh. Mm. Also, you know, a weekday, are you going to take a day off to go watch Shield cricket if they brought a game to camera, if Cam Green was playing? Yeah, true. Maybe because we had nothing. What do you think think that means for um, the future of Australian Test cricket as well? Like if you don't – if you've got all these um, players, cricketers – I think moving more I think towards T20. Yeah, I, I, I think sure you know we've done it. Bef- we've done it before. Yeah, I think Australia, England, India. There's no there's no dramas uh, yep. moving forward. Well, at know, least in the next ten years. When when were they bitching about the shield? Was it after we lost the Ashes? Maybe 
10 years ago. Like there's not enough shield. Like they, they, the guys don't play enough red ball so they're not prepared for it, et cetera. Yeah. Like, I, I think they've kind of come around. And like they still – they're playing enough shield. Like they, there's guys coming through the system and uh, yes, the T20 yeah. leagues are here and it's here to stay and you've just got to, you know, if you're good, you're going to be good. So you just got to play and score runs and you'll get into the squad. Yeah, it is. It's interesting from a, from a preparation perspective because that's where it's it's mm. has been. Uh, sometimes people have been critical. Oh, why are they playing white ball cricket right up into the lead up to yeah, a tour exactly. of India or right up into the lead of, yeah. I, into an Ashes? Uh, yeah. They should just be playing bulk shield, uh, and f- that's why it will always have uh, uh, have an important um, standing in in Australian cricket. Um, and and the fact of the matter is, most young Australians still want to play Test cricket. So yeah, the only, well, if, the if only you're way you play in test cricket is by playing, playing a lot shield. of shield and yeah. most likely yeah. some county cricket too. Yeah. If, yeah, if you don't play any shield, you can't break into the Australian 11 for test yeah. cricket. Unless you're David Water. Yeah. There's, really, there's really only a few exceptions uh, to the rule. Mm-hmm. Um, Aussies the girls won, win. Yeah, the girls won big in Perth. Uh, Elisa Healy uh, stranded on 99, Nine. poor thing. Uh, but Annabelle Sutherland was the story of it. Mm-hmm. Um, only be, I think there's only four girls that have scored double tons. tons yep. uh, so she joins uh, Elise Perry uh, as the only Aussie girls uh, to have mm-hmm. done it back since Karen, Rol- Karen Rolton um, uh, of Karen Rolton Oval fame. Uh, she did it oh, 23 years ago. Uh, but recent uh, times, it's, uh, it's only uh, Sutherland and Perry that have uh, scored double tons. So yeah. good on them. Jerry could learn a thing or two because she backed up and bowled a big spell afterwards. Mm, so. She did. Yeah. She's only 22 and we saw mm-hmm. a um, brother uh, Will into the Australian uh, uh, ODI team. So a, a huge uh, two weeks um, for the, uh, the Sutherlands. Team. Yeah, incredible stuff. As for cricket, uh, we'll keep an eye on these T20s, but really interested in this Chapel Hadley trophy. Uh, mm-hmm. That will just be a two-test thing. I wish it was threes, Three. but uh, two tests. Three uh, only oh, just over a week away Yeah, the first test. Mm. Uh, talk a little bit of soccer and then into a final round. I am just conscious of the time. We'll do a, do a quick <laughs> quick soccer. All right. Yeah, yeah soccer. Grab the table for us, Jimmy. Yeah, bring up that table. We'll talk about this Mbappe deal. Yeah. Uh, Will they, won't they sign this deal? It's That's been, been going on for a while yeah. now, hasn't it? Yeah, I think we first said something maybe like December and mm-hmm. they, you know, they had to say, no, no, it's not happening, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it looks like the deal's pretty much done. I've seen that there's – he's see, a salary per year is small. I think it's like twenty, like close to twenty mil a season, but there's a hundred. Who change? Yeah, but there's a hundred and sixty-six mil signing, like sign-on oh, bonus. Huge. Yeah, so it's yeah, transfer yeah, fame. Exactly, you sign on and get a big coinage out of that. So um, uh, it's looking uh, very close that that deal is going to be done, and um, he'll make his move over to Real. Fabrizio Romano is saying it's pretty much a dumb deal. Yeah. So he's uh, uh, essentially the the shifter or the wash of uh, of, uh, of football yeah. transfers. So it is. Uh, looks like it's going to happen. Uh, valid from uh, July one. So we'll likely finish the season with PSG and then head over uh, to uh, the the La Liga Giants. Mm. And it's interesting looking at that table because it's changed since I made the notes yesterday because uh, Man City had their win and took the top, um, but Liverpool have come through. 
Yeah, and so they yeah. they smashed uh, Luton, was it this morning? Yeah, Luton. yeah. and with a pretty uh, B side, like Salah mm-hmm. didn't play. Uh, they had a few outs, uh, and obviously it's just just Luton, but uh, they uh, they played pretty well. So they still have outright first and uh, four points clear of City. City do have that game in hand. Arsenal uh, putting away uh, some of the lowly teams. They put five on hapless Burnley during the week. Villa still holding on to fourth spot. I say six on West Ham, jeez. Yeah, and uh, and then Spurs, United. Uh, yeah. Essentially, that's the the top six are the ones vying for the those four Champions League spots. Yeah, United, United have got things. Together in yes. the last last month, <laughs> yeah, I, I think we've kind of cleared into tiers. Like there's the mm. top three, which are the only teams I think that can compete uh, for win the, it. to win yeah. now. Um, Liverpool, City, Arsenal. Yep, and then the other three are kind of Champions uh, League spots. Yeah, Champions yep. League spots. There, like they, they, they've United. lost touch since we last talked. Um, they you know won't be able to compete there. But yes, it's um, you know for the Spurs, can they get back to four? Can they hold on to the fourth spot? Um, they've had a bit of a not, well, they haven't had a great run the last five. Um, I think Son playing Asian Cup as well is probably yeah. a, a big out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, you know, Villa have been playing pretty well. And then United, like you said, have started to get their shit together and um, mm. have had a, a pretty good run of it. They're certainly um, not going to win the league, but uh, they'll, they'll be pushing for, for Champions League. <laughs> that's for sure. Definitely. And then, you know, there's a big middle of, uh, of the pack there. Everton luckily have, uh, at the moment, uh, snuck ahead just. Um, uh, I, of course, with Luton losing. Uh, but yeah, they're still on the cusp there. With well, I think Burnley, I think Sheffield, Sheffield and Burnley are done. Yeah, they're uh, done. and then it's going to yeah. be either Everton, Luton, uh, not Forest. Yeah, if not Forest or Palace, it. Brentford. They're all in in relegation danger, uh, but they're still a good still two two games ahead. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, very interesting if Everton can hold on. Well, they, they got docked ten, didn't they? Yes. So they'd be yep. sitting twelve. Yeah. And that, yeah. I haven't seen anything about further docking for their second infringement. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's. Um, I'll blow up if Everton gets docked and City doesn't. <laughs> 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 ma- made money in their history. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So yeah, business end of the season. I think City and Liverpool are two weeks away, or mm-hmm. yeah, I don't think it's this weekend. Can you find out actually when that is? And Arsenal are very, very close behind. Because mm, that's cl- close to league decide. Well, nothing's deciding the league at, at this stage, but it's uh, it's a huge, huge game yeah, uh, upcoming uh, between Liverpool oh, and City. Whilst you chase that, uh, have you seen Bayern uh, lost back-to-back in Bundesliga? Yeah. So Bayer Leverkusen staring down uh, the... Um, the Bundesliga title would be the first time in 11 years that uh, Bayern Incident. Munich That's hasn't won it. So uh, interesting stuff over there. Liverpool 11th of March. So it's it's still uh, a good two weeks away. Yeah, two games yeah. away though. Yeah. So that's Liverpool City. Uh, yeah. Don't want to say it's deciding the league, but uh, certainly going to go a, a big way into uh, in shaping the last few months. How many games they got left? They're, they're 26, so they've got 12 games left. 12. So it's it's literally two-thirds of the way through the season at the moment. Yeah. yeah. a bad run home for Liverpool, actually. Is that Liverpool's run? Yeah. So Sheffield, yeah, they play United as well. Uh, yeah. Start Palace, start of April. Fulham, Palace, West Fulham, Ham, West Ham. Spurs, Villa. Spurs, Villa towards the end. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting there. But uh, Wolves to end. it's not littered with, with big games, is it? Yeah, and yeah. they've got Luton before... Um, well, Sheffield there, Luton, uh, uh, Everton. Uh, oh, not sorry, not for Forest. Sorry, it's next. It's not a bad run home. What's Arsenal's run home? 
because they like playing attacking football. They're scoring goals left, right, and centre. So Newcastle, Brentford, Sheffield, yeah. Brentford, Chelsea, City. So they, so play City they, as they, well. they do play City. Yeah. Luton, Brighton. Yeah, they got a pretty good run as well. Villa, Villa Wolves, at the end. Spurs. Spurs at the there end. we go. There's a nice derby towards the end. They finish yeah, they finish with United, United uh, and Everton. Uh, so they've got that mid run um, yeah. where where they don't play uh, yeah. heap of heap of. Uh, City is going to be very similar. Yeah, what City's run home like? I, I just I feel like things like City coming home with it. I I feel like they got United and Liverpool. Soon. That's big. So the next and then into Arsenal. Wow. Into Villa. Yeah. Yeah, they've That's got probably a, the hardest run home. And Spurs. Yeah, and Spurs, yeah. yeah. They've got the harder run home for sure. Especially the the next uh, six weeks. So they actually yeah. finish okay, but all those big games for City uh, are in the next six yeah, weeks. Yeah, well, they play yeah. everyone else in the top six. So yeah. yeah, they've got a tough run. So City of the th- of the top three have the hardest run. Yep. I just, I don't know. I feel like I've seen this movie before. <laughs> K- KDB back. Alan's going to score all the goals, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. Yep. All right, let's uh, let's, let's, let's do the a UFC. final round. UFC two nine eight. Uh, it's it's a sad sad day for Aussie fight fans, yeah, but bit, bit, of, bit of happiness, bit of sadness. Well, yeah, Bobby Knuckles got yeah. the win, yeah. uh, but you got to give credit to where credit's due. Ilya Tapuria, the new featherweight mm-hmm. champion of the world, uh, undisputed champ, fifth champion in that division as well. Yeah. Uh, Division that's been dominated by mm-hmm. just a few names. Yep. Uh, so second round knockout for Tapuria, uh, nice combo, uh, and it was the right hook. Yeah, big uh, right on end. on the chin. Uh, Mike's got the power, that's for sure. Yeah, he's got uncanny power for uh, a one forty five guy, doesn't he? Yep. Yeah, I know someone else that he, he kind of resembles and makes his game after a little bit. Uh, that also did that in the featherweight division, uh, being Conor McGregor. But mm. yeah, what, what do you think about the call out for for Conor at the end of the fight? Uh, if you still got some balls, he said. Well, Connor, isn't yeah. he going to fight Michael Chan in the middleweight? So I feel like <laughs> Connor can fight anyone who who he like. Yeah, it's, he, it's his pick. He and, only wants money fights and featherweight. And, and, and he he hated making that weight cut, so I don't ever think he's going to do that again. So there's two things here. I think Tapuria, he's the featherweight champ. Well done. Hasn't lost. Well done. I don't think he's got the name value to for Connor to come yeah. back. And then the weight cut. I think you're right. I think if he does want to fight anyone, he's he's not fighting at 145. Yeah. And you know, it, for Tapuria, that like makes sense because you don't want to fight anyone else in that division because they're all killers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Max Holloway is. Uh, you know, Max Holloway is a great fighter in there. Um, there's heaps of you know, um, Rodriguez as well. Like that, it's a tough, it's a really stacked division. And you know, give credit to, to Volk for dominating it for four years um, during that period. So, yeah, you know, um, uh, definitely congrats to him. Um, was chasing Islam what's undone his career? Do you think? It's hard to say. Mm. Uh, definitely, the back-to-back knockouts now are going to ask a lot of questions. Um, um, he. I got to give. I think Volk kind of looked good. Um, he, his combinations were good. His strategy was looking good. Hated how to how, and I think they picked up. Everyone picked up on commentary. He's um, exiting when he was going backwards. He had his head up high and his chin up a bit higher than he should have. Um, you know whether that played a factor into getting knocked out. But most people you get hit by a shot again, knocked out. Um, it's just the question of. With his longevity, being in all those fights, long fights, it does wear on you. Mm. Has the wear and tear finally caught up with him is the big question. Um, you know, getting head kicked by Islam and then you're knocked out here with the right hand. 
yeah, is is Falk, you know, um, not past it, but you, he's he's hit he's past. Well, he, well, you can say he, he's past he, it. He's, he's past hit his, he's his hit his, yeah, he's hit his peak. Mm, yeah. he, he's had his domination, and um, you know, he's five five defenses there against great fighters. And um, is he going to be the same again? Has he lost that step? Uh, you know, that was my concern, and that was, of course, why I was a bit down on it. Watching the fight, I was just like, and thinking back, it was like, I don't know how Volk wins this fight. Mm. Um, yeah. Because the lot, you know, you don't see a lot of wrestling out of Volk. Maybe, you know, what does, does that change the game plan or anything? Well, Tabu is striking looked insane. Yeah. Well, so that, that's does the. Does he need to get him to the ground and, and try to wrestle the shit out of him? Yeah. Well, that's, mm. that's the question with Volk. Because for me, I think the long, if, if he fights it like he's fighting Max Holloway and you just, you're in and out jabbing the shit out of him, landing um, – because, you know, I think Volk won the first round. He's probably winning the second on volume alone. Um, but that's not putting Tapori away. And the longer you strike with him, the more chances you're going to give him mm. to potentially knock you out. So it's, you know, a bit of fight and fire. Um, uh, yeah, it's, it's just a hard hard one you see how he – what's his avenue for victory in, in that so. – um, does Volk deserve the rematch or does the fact that he's been knocked out in consecutive fights m- mean it's a max or a yo yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's hard because, you know, you get completely, um, you know, planted face down, knock out in the second round. Like it's hard to give you a rematch. But considering some of the rematches have already been given and considering Volk was the longest active champion um, in the UFC for, you know, that four and a bit years – like if anyone deserves a rematch, it would be him. Yep, yep. But you know the result of the fight kind of leads you to think, well, you know, do you want to run that back and see that? Hard to say. I um, feel like the UFC maybe owes him a solid in the fact that he's had five fight title defenses. Stepped took, in a short notice. Took a, on a fight at a higher yeah. uh, weight class that he's used to when he's been on the piss for a month. month yeah. <laughs> um, to go travel to the Middle East, takes that fight, obviously didn't work out well for him. Probably shouldn't Does be. Does Dana say, well, look, you've done done us a massive solid there. If you want this fight in Spain, it's yours. Uh, but yeah, well, think, if you lose that, then, you know, maybe you need to be thinking about hanging out the gloves. Yeah, but I think, I think for the U- – if you think of the UFC, the best – most sellable thing they have for Tapuria in Spain isn't going to be any of these other guys. Volk's the the, yep. the biggest name of the yep. champion. So yep. if they want to sell that fight big in Spain, yeah, you got to run it back with Volk uh, and see what happens. Does, yeah, does would Volk want to rush into a rematch or would he want to sit back, think about, like you said, what he needs to do to change up his game if he's striking? That's a good question. Well, there's nothing booked. So I think that Spanish fight would be at least six months yep. away. So. Yep. Maybe that's enough time. Would you want time. more than six months? If you he he if probably would want more than six months. Cause change your fighting, like not completely reinvent yourself, but just add a different element to your yeah. fighting style so he can take to the ground or. Um, Why well, he has a re- he has a wrestling background. Well. He just never uses it. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, whether he needs to go away and have another fight in the division, you know. Maybe get his confidence back. Maybe that's the thing he's lacking after losing these fights. But who? But that, you look at that. I look at that division. He's beat Max before multiple times. He beat Rodriguez. He beat Ortega, although went very close to losing to Ortega. But the thing is, any of those dudes are killers anyway. Like it's hard to get. Well, that's true. Yeah. There's, there, there's no tune-up fight in that list. No. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You get your confidence back. Like yeah, you're going up against killers. So, and he's beaten all those guys anyway. Mm. Um, yeah, Would I think it's tough. Uh, and again, uh, this could be Aussie bias, but I feel like the UFC they they 
if he wants that fight and is happy to go whenever Ilya is ready to go, whether yeah, that's go to Spain and do it. at you know three oh three or something mid middle of the year, mm. uh, and and get yeah, go to Spain, you know, bring the the UFC to Spain, first Spanish champion. Uh, is that that's correct? Isn't it first yep. first Spanish champion? Correct. I think he's one of five um, Spanish fighters in to, the to entire have, UFC. Yeah, to have ever fought in the UFC. Uh, could yep. you imagine having an event in in Barcelona or, yeah, exactly. or Madrid and 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 yeah, having, having and a I think full. and they're also looking at a stadium, which would be the first stadium uh, since they did it here in Melbourne yeah. for um yeah uh, for no, Bronda. So than. so yes, one of the one of the soccer stadiums. All they're has big, a, they're all outdoor. One of the, I think a few of them have retractable okay, roofs. Okay, yeah, right. So yeah. one of those ones where they can close it and they can whack it, you know, yeah. fuckload of people in there. Yeah, I think it'd be crazy. Just do it in the bird about fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Ninety thousand in there. <laughs> if it rains, it rains. Yeah, yeah. yeah. just well, just cover Add the an ring. interesting element to it. Because mm. yeah. I think what, uh, what was it? It was a, to do boxing. It, yeah, was it a thriller like, Manila? Was yeah, it? Um, yeah, it it rained. Rumble in the jungle. Yeah, it was. It was one of those where it rained and but the the ring was covered, but everyone was sitting watching. It got wet, but they didn't give a fuck. Yeah, they were there to see Ali. So yeah. None of these guys are on Ali's kind of level of superstar no, look, at the time, but yeah, we're getting, we're getting pretty uh, hypothetical at the moment. But uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to see if they if they do run uh, one in, yeah. in Spain in a, in an indoor stadium. Yeah, I agree. Well, Tega might be interesting. Yeah, I just well, I see a lot of well, he, he's like, fight, like he's, go down there like he's lost yeah. to Rodriguez, lost to Volk, beat Korean Zombie, lost to Max. Like, he also he, hasn't been active though. Hasn't yeah, hasn't he's, fought. He's well, doing, he's got a fight booked. Uh, he's coming he up. Does? Oh, yeah, they. Actually, yeah, he's fighting Rodriguez. So, you know, there's probably a number one contender kind of fight there yep. anyway. So, yep. yeah. Because that's a rematch? Yeah, because he, yeah, he cause popped that, his shoulder out. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Yeah. And um, they can that. And that is this weekend. And Max has got um, Justin Gagey at UFC at Lightweight. So it's cancelled. Uh, is that going ahead? It's there. That's definitely happening. That's for the BMF. It's BMF. Bells, isn't it? Oh, that's, yeah. I don't know what that cancelled's about. Yeah. That's, def- that's definitely BM- on the list. BMF is definitely happening. Because uh, there's some chat about do they – who's um, who's the other fucking – oh, I don't know, Feather. Yeah, yeah. they've got um, – um, Sterling's coming up to fight Featherweight. Do they take Max off and give him like Cutter so you can give like Oliveira Gagey so mm. you reorganise some of the opponents on UFC 3 so it actually – Leads towards the title picture, mm. whereas at the moment there is there's a lot of them are just fun fights. So, mm. yeah, there's some conversation about whether they do that. It's a fun stack division, and um, yeah, Australian bias aside, I, th- I feel like if Falk presses his case to to Dana, he should be able to get the the rematch. Yep. Yeah. So into the co-main, mm. Whitaker uh, gets a win over Paul Acosta, first fight for Costa in a very long time. It's mm. good to see him back in the UFC healthy. Um, uh, absolute rig as usual. Mm. Um, he fought a pretty good fight. But uh, Whitaker, uh, I think uh, strategically, and I, I think personally I think he probably won all, all three rounds. I could see how you'd have it 2-1, but yeah. it certainly was Based on the, on the heel kick that almost ended the fight. And mm. I think that did largely a lot of the damage to, the, to Whitaker's face. Mm. Uh, but – Go back to the volume and the actual um, controlling in the fight. Whitaker to me was um, a class above. It's one of the best fights I think we've seen Bobby Knuckles fight in a hot minute. It was an entertaining mm-hmm. fight, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, um, Heart in your mouth stuff when yeah. the wheel kick landed. <laughs> exactly. Luckily, the bell was only yeah. a few seconds away. Yeah, that, that's a very standard Bobby thing to get hit with something big and mm. um, have, have to recover and survive. And tough, l- tough man, lucky in this one, he survived this one. Yeah. 
Another one of those guys that, you know, you question his chin with some of the wars he's been in, mm, especially 100%. as a champion. Uh, but it was a definitely a big change from the snooze fest that was there in um, Gary and uh, Neil fight before it. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I, I think Whitaker did enough to to, to win that fight. And um, Costa thought he, was, you know, was landing you know, big shots in that, but I just don't think he did enough mm-hmm. to convince the judges to win this one. It's interesting. He kind of seemed a little disappointed that mm. when the judges' decision came through, but I think uh, maybe when he goes back and rewatches the fight, yeah. he'll probably yeah, he's see, like, oh, see what everyone else saw. Yeah, and mm. um, what, what I thought was interesting from Robert was he his trademark combination, the the right left um, right head kick. Uh, he only threw once, um, mm. and he did land it. I would have thought he might go to that well a couple more times. Uh, but I guess, you know, you could run the risk of, again, you're striking with yeah. the, the, Costa the, on the, counter. The, the massive man that is Costa. Mm. So, yeah, yep. um, uh, yeah, you run that risk. Costa drops down below Brendan Allen now in the rankings down to mm. seven. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Some rumours about an Israel versus uh, Hamzat fight, but you know, I think it was all just fake shit. Um, yep. uh, yeah. And Marab uh, Devalishvili uh, dominates Henry Cejudo. Cejudo confirmed retiring. Yeah, yeah. He retired in the cage and they didn't show it on the television. Um, so on, on the broadcast, which a bit, I think a bit, a bit disappointing. Uh, I think one of probably the most biggest fumbles of the bag in UFC history was Henry Cejudo uh, with double, as double champion, you know, forcing into retirement, mm. trying to mm. force the UFC's hand to like pay the man like they did Connor and mm. – Unfortunately for him, he was in two of the smallest weight divisions and then UFC said, don't give a fuck, see you later. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, yeah, kind of got lost in the wilderness. Like he still went three rounds um, um, here in this one and went pretty – you know, like he was dominated. He was never really winning this fight. But he's still top five in this division. Like he, yeah. he can definitely compete against these guys. But, yeah, it was um, you know, a different beast. And he, he kind of knew like, yeah, this is my last chance and, I've, and I'm done. So whereas um, – Marab hasn't lost for six years now. I think he's got the longest win streak in the UFC at the moment. One, mm-hmm. two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Yeah, I th- think that record stands. He's pretty close to one of the longest win streaks in the in the UFC. Is the mine contender? Will um, probably get the winner of O'Malley and who's he fighting? Oh, Cheetah. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, yeah, he might get the winner of of them. Um, but he looks he looks really good. Um, and rumors he, he did three he did full he did three rounds of five minutes with um, Sterling in the back before they went out. So, uh, which which is crazy. <laughs> I think the, the dude needs to be studied. He's a, he's a Some cardio, yeah, physical yep. freak. It's interesting as well because Tapuria is Georgian Spanish. Mm-hmm. Like he's mm-hmm. uh, uh, lived in Georgia and then moved over to Spain. I think in his teens. So Tavares really mm-hmm. also uh, a Georgian. Georgian. Yep. Yeah. So and that was a card. Vanderlei Silva was inducted into the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Pride legend was dominated in Pride while he was over there, mm-hmm. um, and uh, yeah, it was good to see him make it through. And then I guess Jimmy, you've brought up the final night there, um, Junior Taffer, I think it is. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. His brother got hurt and he stepped in on like two days' notice to to take his fight. Fortunately, he lost. Uh, yeah, interesting. Even... Took his brother's spot. Yeah. Wow, that's in, crazy. In the heavyweight division, yeah. I, I assume he was probably training with his brother yeah. uh, through the lead-up in, in the camp and his yeah, brother got hurt. Um, yeah. I think it was even less than two days. Wow. Uh, that's a cool story. Wild events on the weigh-in day. So there you go. Yeah, day yeah the day before. before. Yeah. yeah. That's I didn't know that that, that happened. Yeah. That's sick. 
Yeah. Uh, and Pereira, uh, Jamal Hill uh, has been named. Confirmed. Yep. Uh, USC 300 title fight main card, uh, the main one. Um, supposedly it was booked for 301, mm. which is in Brazil. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've brought it forward because they couldn't get anything else done. Um, supposedly Leon Edwards had three fights that he agreed to, but those guys, they haven't announced who they were against, but those guys couldn't get it done. Um, so they've um, pivoted, pulled Alex on it. Alex has signed an eight-fight deal with the UFC as part of this, so he gets a big pay bump as well and will be the um, light heavyweight fight. He and signed for eight fights. Yeah, eight eight more fights. He's thirty six. So, yeah, whether he does or wait, I don't know. But yeah, he's, yeah. he's got it. They obviously want to market him twice a year till he's forty. Yeah. yeah well, he's already said if if I get through this fight well and quick and I don't take too much damage, mm. as in I'll go there and knock him out in the first round, mm. uh, I'll fight on three hundred one. Which is like <laughs> three weeks later. I think it was twenty one days or something. Because it's in Brazil. Like, like oh, well, I'll fight in Brazil. Yeah. Fuck it. Like that's, if I'm good, I'm yeah, gonna do it. Yeah, crazy. So, yeah, UC 300. I think is really tasty. Some people a, are a bit down on it. But well, uh, I think they they didn't like the fact that it's not got the the premier two biggest names. There's no it, Connor or it's there's no GSP and Lesnar like was UFC 200. But I think it's still pretty. I think it's stacked. Yeah, and I think it's fun in that it's so deep. Like it's yeah. one of those ones that if it, you actually it, wanted to start watching the undercard, you know, oh, you, and watch you Bobby Green and, and Jim Miller, day, yeah. or watch Holly Holm yeah. and Kayla Harrison, or watch Figgy and Garbrandt, you know, it's one of those ones where you, you actually, top to bottom. yeah, top to bottom. It's maybe the huge draw for the main yeah. Yeah. fight isn't uh, there, but it's still you got a BMF and two title fights. I think it's sick. Yeah, and I, and I think like yeah, maybe it doesn't appeal to the casuals. Mm. Hardcores mm. love it, but I think it kind of it's definitely in that middle ground for those people of like, oh yeah, this is something I want to turn into. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think it's going to draw draw plenty of eyeballs. I don't think it's yeah. as bad as what people think. It is. And uh, I think uh, it's just and it's heaps of good quality fights, yeah. top to bottom. If it was any other fight, like if it wasn't a fight card that was a milestone like three hundred, this is a stacked card. Like, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I think just the fact it's that better it's, than the two ninety eight card. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's way better. Like, I think it's way, way better, better than, than two nine nine. So yeah. 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 Again, I think you're just going back. You haven't got like the I mean, face of the UFC fighting in. I think Alex Pereira is pretty fucking close to it. At the he moment. is. Yeah. I think they just considering he's won yeah. two different weight divisions in the last eighteen months and been knocking fools out right right and center. Like and Brazilian yeah. in an era where we haven't seen Brazilian True. domination like yes, we used to. Yeah. Um, and just looking at former champs down the on the undercard, right? yeah. Oliveira, Prohaska. <laughs> Um, yep. Sterling, Hol- um, Hol- yeah, yep. Figgy, yep. like there's yeah, it's stacked Sterling, in, in terms of in terms of guys that have been champ or guys like Andras was as well. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. Pretty much every fight there's a there's a former that champ on that there. Is, that is and, true. And you know, Hall of Fame was a champion. Future future <laughs> Hall of Famers like Jim Miller. Yes. Yep. So uh, I think you're right, and it's it's interesting as well, like the casual hardcore, yeah. uh, kind of dynamic. Mm. The UFC is becoming more and more mainstream. Oh, you know, the, yeah. the UFC, especially with the the TKO takeover, because um, yeah. it, it, it's on ESPN. Michael yeah. Chandler was cutting a fucking promo on Raw on um, <laughs> on Monday on McGregor. It's just like, get in the gym, let's get this thing done, because yeah. um, you know that's their. There's other subsidy, the other entity that TKO owns is the is the WWE. So you know there is the crossover events. So they're they're getting it done. Like they're it's the market is definitely growing for them. They can mm. only get bigger. 
and it's cha- it's changed. You know, yeah. UFC one is not the same as UFC three hundred. Uh, UFC oh, yeah. one hundred, and then UFC two hundred is when it's starting to. Okay, this isn't just like this fringe thing. Like this is starting to get big, and now the, the fact that we're at three hundred and it's it's pretty good. Close to mainstream as, oh, as sports get now. Yeah, definitely, um, it'll be interesting to see what it's like in in at four hundred. Yeah, yeah four hundred, yeah, which yeah, I think we worked out yeah. was another six seven, or seven, seven years. Eight, yeah, so seven yeah. or so years. Yeah. yeah. What does UFC two nine eight look like? Uh, sorry, two nine nine nine. Which yeah, so is we do have one, but in that's in April because I know dust. If you just click, yeah, if you go previous ones, just click nah, on the previous ones. I'll have to go for a while. If there's I a lot of fight nights in between. Yeah. Nah, it would have been quicker if I googled it, bro. There it is. <laughs> oh, Mally, when's that? March 9th. That's three weeks away. Yeah, it's not far at all. It's not far. So O'Malley versus Chido Vera. Dustin Poirier versus uh, Benoit Saint-Denis, who's He's looking really good. Kevin Holland, Michael Page, yeah. Gilbert Burns on there for, against for uh, Della Madalena. So that's a huge one for, for Aussie and fight fans. And Yarn and, and Sonia Dong. That's a pretty, pretty, pretty handy, card. handy card there too. Yeah, looking forward to that as well. Mm. So, yeah. Uh, in terms of Della Madalena as well, in mm-hmm. uh, on on the ascendancy, huge mm-hmm. fight mm-hmm. Uh, going up against Gilbert Burns, who hasn't been champ mm-hmm. but has had a title f- fight. Right. Yes, uh, for him, if he gets a, a win there and starts to go top five in the welterweight division, oh, yeah, uh, we we may be looking at a, another Aussie who'll be pushing for, for for a title. Yeah. He did train with uh, Vocal all his camp as well, so he's getting aged there. He's twenty seven, yeah. so he's coming plenty, into plenty of time. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. His actual name is Giacomo, which is uh, Italian <laughs> uh, for Jack. So he's uh, he's got the a bit of uh, a yeah, bit of these ones about yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was doing the a uh, <laughs> sign for for those listening. Yeah, that's it. Yes, I can do it. Yeah, cool. Got a pretty good record as well. Fucking oath, he does. Yeah. Actually, yeah. he has one of, yeah. one of the longest. When did he start in UFC? So one, two, three, four, five, six. So UFC is not. He lost his Still first fight, two professional yeah. fights. How crazy is that? And then since then he's won 16, yeah. uh, of which, yeah, there was uh, six in the UFC. Yeah. Very good. Sick. So uh, fights are looking pretty uh, crazy uh, upcoming. Um, hopefully Volk gets the rematch against Tapuria. We'll see what he does with his career. Mm-hmm. If he yeah, – I don't get the feeling he's hanging out the gloves. Uh, I feel like no, he'll, he'll no. want to he'll he'll go again. Um, but yeah, where and who that's against, uh, that'll be up to the discretion of Dana and, uh, and the UFC head honchos, but, uh, Australian bias aside, I think he's done everything, uh, in his power to, to deserve, uh, getting a rematch. Yep. Yep. F1's not far off boys. You, you two are the, the F1 aficionados yeah, a couple of, the, weeks of the away pod. as well. Yep. They're doing They're testing, testing at the at moment. moment. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, of course, using that, uh, sandbagging analogy, every team's kind of taking it easy. Not really turning up the notch, um, but after day one, Verstappen was uh, one and a half seconds, uh, well, one point one seconds ahead of everyone else, and they looked pretty happy with that, considering you know they haven't even turned the car up yet. So, mm. uh, hopefully, not another dominant um, uh, Red Bull season incoming. But uh, looking, the makings of it, yeah, looking potential <laughs> with um, their um, uh, with their with their ability. So yeah, yep, they made massive changes to the car. Between seasons as well, so it'll be interesting to see yeah. how that. They haven't tweaked last year's car. They've actually re like redeveloped it completely. Yeah. Um, again, trying to stay ahead of the competition. Who? That's it. Who you know, in their words, would uh, have copied last year's car and trying to um, see what they've done yep. and, and do it for themselves. So yeah. Um, so it looks like the today's sessions were largely cancelled due to ripple strips coming off. Um, so 
Yeah, right. No, no. I was trying to see if there was a fast runner from today. Um, looks like McLaren and Ferrari were fast. Um, but, yeah. Actually, I don't think Max was running today. It was Perez's day today. Uh, who? Interesting. Not concerns yet, but Ricardo was fourth fastest yesterday. Ooh, in, in the Visa Cash app uh, car. So, <laughs> the shittest name <laughs> yeah. for a team. Um, so he, he was looking uh, pretty quick um, uh, himself. So that's good. And like blue mm. um, Yuki out of the water, his teammate who I think was 13th fast. Um, so that's good. Good showing from Danny early on, um, yeah. you know, whether that transitions through the rest of the season. Who knows? But it's good to see the start of the year. Time will tell. Thank you. Bit of a longer one. Thank you to anyone that's listened through the whole thing. Uh, we'll be back uh, next weekend uh, to look at the uh, the second half of the Rugby League preview uh, and NBA games will be back. We'll also start looking at the AFL. Um, probably have a good look at that the week the following pod. Uh, we should have some test cricket um, and, yeah, it's really that, that transition period now uh, from from sort of cricket. Summer into and, the winter Yeah, stuff. into sure. our, our footy season down mm-hmm. under and uh, one of our favourite sports drops off for a bit in the NFL. Yep. Uh, but we'll certainly track uh, the, the basketball as it comes into the pointy end of the year, keeping an eye on the EPL uh, fights, F1, you name it. We like to talk about it. All right, thank you. We'll see you in about, say, nine days, something like that. (laughs) Goodbye. Catch up. Thanks. Bye.